Hall of, Hall of Sham Tone? What, what, what do you, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm... A sham. See, there's a difference. People want to say Hall of Shame. So that's like, um, you know, when something is a shame, like it's 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 not good. Like uh, Marion, there's a there's actually a, a Netflix show, uh, Hall of Hall of Sham, right? Meaning sham. Sh or sorry, shame. See, I'm confusing it too now. Shame, meaning shameful. Whereas Correct. this is a Hall of Sham, and if you know the definition of sham, it means it's a load of crap. Garbage. 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 Yeah. Yes. Garbage. It's garbage. Fifa, I know we're a minute late, um, but here we are. So we'll, we'll run a minute, not late, a minute late. We're not a minute late. No, we're, on time. we're actually on time. Oh, wow. Go look up in the right corner there. See what it says? Fluent. That's me. And that's her. Chill. That's him. <laughs> we make the rules. Yeah, Fifa. Chill. Where is, what movie is that from? Oh, remember 40 year old version? 40 year old yes. vir virgin, virgin where he's like. When um, uh, Kevin Hart comes into the into the smart tech, and he goes, "You thought you made the rules. You thought you come into smart tech. I make the rules." <laughs> mm -hmm. No, you don't remember yeah. that movie. Okay. I do. I do. What's up, chat? How are you guys? It's been a whole week since we last saw you, but um, at least me and Fluent. I don't know, Jay. You're on all, all the time, Every keeping day. up with them. But um, yeah, we have a lot to get into. Um, before we jump into anything too crazy, um, I, I just want to get this Philly, Philly discussion out of the way. We're going to dive into some NFL, of course. Um, Jay and I were just talking about the Niners. Um, but Jay, so obviously Harden came out and said very loudly and he said it twice. So he was definitely trying to make a point that he thinks Daryl Morey is a liar, um, and since then, obviously the progression since then has been Joel's kind of gone to social media, taken all the Philly stuff out of his bio. So obviously, do you think this is something that they're doing as a duo? They're very well aware. They're trying to get out of Philly. Are they trying to get Daryl Morey out of Philly? What, what is their thought process and should we trust the process anymore? Well, as long as Joel Embiid is on the Philadelphia 76ers, the process is still in effect. That's number one. Number two, Kevin Durant asked to be traded last summer. On opening night, he was on the roster. I'm looking at this Philadelphia situation with James Harden saying what he said. That sounded really personal. Sounded like some feelings got hurt. Mm -hmm. Usually when feelings get hurt, you say stuff that you don't mean initially. So how do we figure that out? Well, the way we figure that out is let some time go by. How about we do that? How about we let some time go by? Let me get this dude in a room and then let's talk about this as opposed to he said what he said. Let's handle it right now. H, if you and I got in an argument and I said, I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. No, no, Jay, you're going to stay here. And we're going to talk about this right now. What's going to end up happening is I'm going to end up saying something that I don't mean. You're going to end up saying some stuff. But if I come back later, let everybody cool down. Let's talk about this. We can probably get to the bottom of this. Right. Same logic with James Harden, especially when you're talking about business. James Harden has a personal relationship with Daryl Morey, and it got personal. It didn't stay business. Daryl Morey, it stayed business. And that's where James Harden and Daryl Morey have that divide. Now, do I think that him and Joel Embiid are in partnership to get out of Philadelphia? No, I don't think that because... Joel Embiid is still in a position where 
they still have a really good team. And James Harden does not want this to spill over into the season like that. Because the most important part of this, James Harden is in a contract year. James Harden does not want to come into camp like he did in Houston, fat and out of shape. He doesn't want to do that because he's already got that rap as it is. He's in a contract year. Nobody's going to want to deal with him being older now. He's going to be 34 on opening night. So nobody's going to want to deal with that, which is why let some time pass just a little bit. Let some time pass. Let's sit down. Let's have a conversation and we could get to the bottom of this. Does that mean he's never going to be traded? No, but not like this. So Daryl Morey is, and I I don't know, I didn't hear what he said, but I 100% believe, much like FIFA boy in the chat, just a bald-faced liar who doesn't know the truth uh, when it slaps him in the face. So I'll deal with the chat quickly. I did not get kicked off the panel. I chose to retire from the panel because I had other responsibilities during the day. Now, in terms of Daryl Morey, I'm sure Daryl Morey did what every single business person would do. He told his employees what they needed to hear to get what he wanted. That's what bosses do. They tell you what you need to hear. Just like Masai Ujiri told DeMar DeRozan, yo, I'm not going to trade you. Oh, I can get Kawhi Leonard? (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) See ya. James Harden? The next day, too, Tone, by the way. Not like in, in two months. The next day. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, so, so James Harden said, hey, we have a long-term relationship. I want to come I want to come to Philly when he was in Brooklyn. I want to come to Philly. I want to help you guys win. Maury likes him as a player, 100%. Come on. I, I want you to come help us. But, but I need you to be a facilitator. I need you to take less money. We'll get you on the back end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get you on the back end sure and the fact that you bought that right right you might as well be michael Orr. when they told him told him this is not an adoption and don't say he didn't know because there's signed paperwork with his name on it that says he read it and knew it wasn't an adoption it was a conservatorship which means we control you and all your money and all your rights you signed that paper you believed that Fool me once. All right, shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. So so Daryl Morey told James Harden everything he wanted to hear, that he needed to hear. And now that he's seeing the truth that they're not going to give him a bag. Did you really think they were going to give you a bag, James Harden? Really? <laughs> really? After the way things turned yes, out? Yes, Tone. They did. Yes, he did. And the reason why he thought that was you because where it was coming from. That's mm-hmm. why he thought that, because where it was coming from. It was no. coming from Daryl Morey. This is the same Daryl Morey who traded for him when he was in Houston. This is the same Daryl Morey who trusted James Harden. This is the same Daryl Morey who helped elevate James Harden's career. So he told James Harden, I'm going to get you You know what he told him when he brought him to Houston? I'm going to build a championship team around you. There you go. And he believed it. And he did. (laughs) No, he didn't. And he did. No, he didn't. Actually, he didn't. The difference is that... Because because they didn't win, it doesn't mean he didn't build a championship if unit around him. Win, if you don't win, if you don't win, are you, you don't win. You're not a. Ch- if you don't win, you didn't win a championship. That doesn't mean you two aren't a contender. I'm not. They, I didn't say a contender. I said a championship. He's not not a championship team. 
He did build a championship. Let me rephrase that, Tony. They did build a championship contender around him. That did happen. They did build a championship contender around him. So in the process of them building a championship contender, in the process of them building a championship contender around him, there was a trust relationship there. Now, Tone, again, you're a businessman. So you know the ins and outs more than anything about business. However, you're not in business that long with somebody, and it's not personal. There's nobody who can who will who will convince me 100% that Kobe Bryant does not have a did not have a personal relationship with Jerry West. Magic Johnson had a personal relationship with Dr. Bus, even though it's business. So the same logic goes with James Harden. Him being in Houston for that long, him being around Daryl Morey for that long, he did ultimately end up with a personal relationship with him. So when Daryl Morey tells him, trust me, I'm going to do ba 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 because we have a personal relationship, you know what? I'm going to go with you because you've done all of these other things mm. in the process of doing that. So when yeah. he doesn't deliver on that, immediately what the point with the what the what the logic is, it's emotion. You lied to me. I can't believe you did this to me. When in reality, first of all, this is business. That's number one. I did get you paid in the past. And I, it's not like I didn't try to get you paid here because I did actually try to get you paid. It didn't work. Because you still have to pull your end of the bargain, Tone. So if the if the Philadelphia 76ers are in the Eastern Conference Championship, are they extending James Harden for three more years at $130 million? I think so. If they're in the NBA Finals, I think Philadelphia is extending him. But for them to get bounced in the semifinals again, and we're in the same position that we were in when Ben Simmons was here, we're a semifinals team at best. Even though Joel Embiid hasn't performed up to what Joel Embiid should perform to in the playoffs, there's no way for any of us to actually believe Philadelphia 76 is going to extend James Harden four years, $160 million. But James did because, again, because Harden did because, again, Daryl Morey told him that. And it didn't stay business. It was personal. All right. So let me, let me, let me, let me say a couple of things. First of all, um, just because you think, just because you think it's personal, yep. or you have a personal relationship with your boss, you do not. Sure, you may go out for beers and high five each other and slap each other on the butt and think it's, oh, this is my guy. He is not. She is not. <laughs> they are your boss. And when it comes to business, you can think we're friends. We are not. Every boss might say, this is a family. That's a lie because you can't fire family. I'll fire an employee quick, fast, and in a hurry, though, right? Okay. So it is not a family. They are not your friends. It is a business. So that's the first part. So the fact that he actually believed that that guy was his friend, well, that's that's part of the problem. I'm trying to find something. Here we go. I, I found it. So because there's people who don't understand, uh, sham, sham, not a shame, a sham, S-H-A-M. It means a thing that is not what it is perpetrated to be. The proposed legislation is a farce and a sham. There's your definition of the day. That's the topic for the day. So that's the so that's the thing. Like, and this is good for all the young people watching and listening and and in the chat. If you're at a job and you think that person is your friend, they are not. They will tell you what you need to hear to get what they want out of you. Trust me. At the executive level, there are meetings every day. Okay. What's going on in our business? A, B, C. What are we going to tell the employees? X. How are we going <laughs> to? Y. That's the conversation. 
right? They might not get their checks this week. That's okay. We're going to say we're working on a big acquisition and uh, it's going to get us all paid and our stocks are going to go up triple and we'll give them 1% of the stocks and we'll tell them. (laughs) Yeah, right. And then they're bankrupt and you're locked out and you're like, hey, where's my job? That's the reality, right? Oh, the government gave $800 billion to save Wall Street. Did they give one penny back to the people? Nope. They all got their bonuses though, didn't they? Because we ain't friends. So, So good on James Harden. Good for him. He got lied to, which I believe 100%. And, and he's going to go play in China. Good for him, as he should. Because he's looking like he's having a great time. He he's looking loving it over in China. He actually time. said he wants to play in China. Yeah, I know. That. Yeah. I, I, and, and, Embiid, and Embiid is like, yo, I agree with, with me. <laughs> the process didn't work. I'm out. I told you. what. Remember what I told you, what, four weeks ago? What was going to be the story with Embiid? Do you remember? He'd no, be playing for a different franchise. Yeah, you did say that. Uh, and my question, I guess, is like, realistically, okay, uh, once this NBA season starts. <laughs> yeah. As far away from Philly as you can. <laughs> I, I just don't know exactly like what to believe, right? Do I believe that Harden and Mor- Maury are truly in, in like at odds right now? Is that relationship, you, you were kind of saying, chill, that relationship could possibly be repaired if they take some time. But is that true? Like when you go on that kind of level and handle it as poorly, I think, as Harden did, I understand why he did it. I think it was just, you'd never want to show your cards and he did. He showed that things were getting to him, but that's just kind of how Harden does. So is Harden going to show up? I know there's a clause in his contract that if he, I think if he does a certain thing or doesn't show up, then they can essentially stop him or put a pause on him being a free agent next season or Mm -hmm. the following season. Right. So there's just a lot of things that play into what the next steps are for everyone involved, including Joel, the franchise itself, Harden, Maury. So does Harden and and Joel want Maury out? Is that something that they're like partnered up? Are they talking? Do you think is that, are they in communication right now? Or is Harden just saying, peace out. I'm going to have my fat suit on at the start of next season. I'm doing it all again. I want to be out. Give me what I want. Like, is that where we're at? I just don't think that James Harden does that again, because there has to be some people around him Mm -hmm. that have seen this movie before. Right. Years ago when he left Houston and how bad it looked. And now, again, we're in a contract year. And since we're on the subject of contracts, Joel Embiid just signed his max deal two seasons ago. So now Joel Embiid is signing, which just kicked in last season. I think it was either last season or this season that max deal just kicked in this season. So now with him kicking in, with him with, with that max deal just kicking in, he's in the same boat with Damian Lillard. He's got three years on that deal, three of them. Mm-hmm. So because he's got three years on that deal, it's really not a lot of leverage. And so, we already know we well, already know who Joel Embiid is. We already know who Joel Embiid is on the on the on the in shape tip. We already know that. Right. So now we got two guys. We got one guy who could potentially put the fat suit back on. And I think that ruins him. I don't think he's gonna do that. And I think that his people, if they're smart, they're telling him, yo, go to camp, show up, fix this. So we can get some, so we can get back in good graces with some other people. Forget what's going on with Dal Maury. Now I understand what you're saying, H, about repairing the relationship. I don't think we need to repair it more than optics. Like we don't have to fix this more than we just need to show everybody that, you know, we're, we're, we're in good graces. I can still, like, once the camera's turned off, get the hell away from me. You get the hell away from me. We could very well do that. However, when the camera is on, I am in shape. 
I'm ready to go. So when the telephone is picked up and whoever calls us, yo, what's going on with you and James Harden? He's ready to go. He's healthy. We can trade him. As opposed to he's showing up, he's ridiculously out of shape, and all of this stuff, none of that stuff matters. So I do think that he shows up. I don't think he's in cahoots with Joel Embiid about getting traded. I, I do not think that. Especially consider what happened last year in the playoffs. I got, I got three points on that because you said a couple, a lot of stuff. So one, there's 35-ish, 36-ish million reasons why James Harden needs to thirty-five. Come. Come back and play. Thirty is it 35, 35.6? Okay. Okay. Uh so th- there's 35 million reasons. Because if he doesn't show up, he doesn't get paid. So it, it, it's difficult for someone to leave 35 million dollars out on the table. So so that's one of the reasons. Now, are they talking? Probably not, but their camps are talking on how what what will it take? What can it, you know, they'll they're having those discussions, I'm sure. It might not be Harden and Maury, but it might Correct. be someone from Philly and 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 Harden's agent. Mm-hmm. With the Joel Embiid thing, and these two things kind of go together with James Harden. You know, you just said he signed the max extension, et cetera. There's this thing happening in the NBA right now. And I don't know if I've said it on this show before. And so if, if I'm repeating myself, then put your hands up and I'll stop. But What's that? players think that they play for the NBA. They think they're employed by the NBA. They're they not. think that if they sign a contract, it's just transferable to any team no, in the it league. Not. It is not. But it you has been over the last decade, hasn't because, it? Because they've been letting them get away with right, it. You right. play for that team. And listen, it's in the team's best interest, right? Yeah, of course. James doesn't want to play anywhere but Miami. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, do I want to pay a guy $60 million and him be unhappy and who knows what he's going to do in the locker room, on the team? Like, there's mm-hmm. a there's a question mark. But mm-hmm. but they all think, like, Paul George, oh, I'm going to resign with Oklahoma. Oh, wait, Kawhi's in, in L.A.? Yeah, I want to go to L.A. too. Like right. five seconds after he signs, right? Joel Embiid just signs his max extension. Oh, well, now I want to go somewhere else. No, no, you're under contract for the, to play for that team. Now, would this ever happen? No, but I've said this before. If every single team just, and here's the problem, there's always one person that ruins it. But if every single team just said, no, you're going to play out your contract and that's it. You don't like it? Go sit. And yeah, I'll eat because if you're not playing, you're not getting paid. Then what happens? Well, then it brings back the a little bit of the, you know, it's gotten too far. I love player empowerment. Don't get me wrong. When you're a free agent, I've said this a million times. When you're a free agent, you are free to go wherever you want. The NBA isn't the NFL. Like, I have a big problem with the NFL where they're not guaranteed contracts and they can sign you and then just, whoop, nope, I'm done with you and, and you're cut and I don't have to pay you the money. I hate that about the NFL. But the NBA, the contracts are guaranteed. The contracts are guaranteed for like 95% of the players and the ones that don't have guaranteed contracts are like G League two-way players. So you're... They- you know what else is guaranteed, Tom? When, when, when you sign a guaranteed deal, you know what else is guaranteed? Your commitment. I'm guaranteeing to pay you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not anymore. Oh, yeah. If, if I'm guaranteeing to pay you, you know what that means? You, you are guaranteeing me that you're going to show up. Right. You know the monkey wrench? The monkey wrench that the Oklahoma City Thunder could have thrown in that, that Clippers deal if they would have said, we're not trading you. Not only are we not trading you to the Clippers, we're not trading you anywhere. You will play out your contract. The monkey wrench tone that they could have thrown in that, only except they didn't. It, it, it would explain why guys like LeBron James started signing two-year deals, 
three-year deals with an opt after two. You didn't see those with the exception of Miami. And that was a that was a four-year deal with an opt. That was that was that, there was no opt-out after four, right? So when you have deals like that, that kind of trickled down to everybody else. But then these guys started signing these long-term deals. And to your point, Tone, the organizations let them off the hook because they allowed them out. Guys like Ben Simmons, when he signs the max deal in Philadelphia, they decide, all right, well, we're wow. going to trade you. They, they, they're going to trade you to, to, to Brooklyn. When in reality, Tone, they could have very well made him stay. Now, he came up with the mental health issue, which, okay, all right, I, I get that. However, when you are under contract and you are guaranteed to get paid, there's a commitment on your end too. And if you do not hold up that commitment, the other side should not happen. Now, now here's the here's the flip side of that coin, right? Mm-hmm. You have a superstar or star player. They're getting paid a ton of money. They don't want to be there. Sometimes they go public or private and say, hey, I want out. And your job as a coach and a GM now are on the line because if they are not playing their best, if they're not motivated, if they're making noise in the media and your team starts to stink, Oh, he lost the locker room. Oh, the GM doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, they get fired, right? Because that's all. Just think about it. We've talked about this before. Four coaches? Four coaches still have their job from 2019? Oh, yeah. I think so. Four out of 30? So, Mm -hmm. you know, the likelihood that if you don't get it done, you're fired. Like, even in a bad situation, like, even when it's like, hey, we're tanking and we're losing, they still fire them. Like, you wanted to lose 60 games. We did that. Yeah, thanks for it. You're out. Yeah. Oh, great. So now my coaching record looks like crap, even though that's what you asked me to do, right? So, mm. so that's so, that's that's where the balance comes in. So, what do you think as far as like the CBA has been in- implemented, right? And and yet we're still seeing this constantly happen. And I'm not saying like like for example, Dame. There are players that I think deserve to to be able to even in the midst of that you know, max contract, be able to be moved if it definitely benefits the the franchise and the player himself. But I just feel so frustrated when it's players like Kyrie, KD, Harden, um, Paul George, even like they're all great guys, but it's just, I don't understand why some of them, especially somebody like Harden who isn't in his prime. I heard somebody say that the other day that Harden is in his prime. I don't know what game you're watching or what player you're watching. That is no prime. We've seen the prime and that is over. So I don't understand why players like Harden are think that they're capable of doing well I do understand why Harden's doing it because he is able to and he's probably going to get what he wants but when are we going to get to a place in the league or should we get to a place in the league where GMs owners franchises put their foot down and say no you're staying you're finishing out your contract um or should there even be tighter rules when it comes to that thing that type of thing I don't think yeah it won't yeah I was just saying I I doubt it happens because let's say OKC put their foot down and said, no, Paul George, you just signed your contract a month ago. You're staying. And then the Clippers were like, yeah, but we're going to give you SGA, these picks, da, 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 da. and you're kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, well, you know what? I'd rather have that bunch of stuff oh, versus a month old okay. employee. Okay, so that's why it, it won't happen. Now, from the player's perspective, now, granted, it was later in his script, Jordan was signing one-year deals every year. True. Right? LeBron signs now, what, two-year deals, one plus ones, whatever. Like, if you're at that level and you feel confident in your body, because typically, why do they sign long-term? Why did, we'll bring, we'll use this guy. Why did Scottie Pippen sign a long-term deal? Because he wasn't sure, right? Am I good? Is my body going to hold up? Will I get more money? Like, what if I get injured, right? There's a lot of guys who like, well, let me take that, you know, that max deal, that three. 
do you know? Do you know? I know Jalen Jalen Brown just happened, but I'm going to give you a lesser player than Jalen Brown. Do you know that if Pascal Siakam figures out a way to make All NBA this year, he is in line for a 304 million dollar <laughs> contract? No. You're not going to take that. Of That's course, crazy. you're going to take that. You know what yeah. I mean? So even if the, the the franchise completely tanks, I'm taking that money, and then yeah, maybe a year later I'm going. Oh, I'm out. Oh, that was the other <laughs> I mentioned about Philly. I'm sorry. Do you think James Harden wants to play for Nick Nurse? I don't think he wants to play for Nick Nurse. Because he's going to have to play defense, or why? Because he's going to have minutes. to play. You don't get minutes if you don't play defense with Nick Nurse. Right. I do. I think he wants to. I think he wants to shed this this persona about him, this image about him that yo, I suck in the playoffs. I can't get it done when it matters the most. <clears throat> Nick okay. Nurse is proven. So does he yeah, want less responsibility? Is that what you're saying? He's I know. Out? I'd love to ask James Harden that because I feel like I don't care. I want to be in a comfortable situation where I'm making my money and I get Which is Philly. No. I, I think that we in a, I think well, we he's not getting the money, I guess. He so. wants to be somewhere warm with money. Miami. I just think we I think we're in a place with James Harden. I think we're in a place with James Harden where he recognizes that I still got something left. And with me still having something left, I do want to restore this image of me just being a playoff choker. It only takes one postseason for people to go, I told you about James Harden. They'll, they'll forget all of that other stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea of him just performing once with a guy like Nick Nurse, who's proven in the postseason, even though he had a damn good team, but he's proven in the postseason to go deep into the postseason with a guy and turn guys around, he's proven that. James Harden in that position. Remember, Tone, he didn't say he didn't want to play for Nick Nurse. He didn't want to play for an organization that was associated with Daryl Morey. That was it. That's what he's saying now because he because Daryl Morey lied to him and said, hey, I'm going right. to extend you. That doesn't mean I want out of Philly. I You're just... Saying, it, yeah. It, so is... Oh, go, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, Joe. That, doesn't mean I, that doesn't mean I want out of Philly. That means that this mm -hmm. thing between me and him, I don't want to work with this guy. That's again, that's just right now, but I don't want to work with this guy, right? So him with Nick Nurse as the coach, I think that's an upgrade. And I don't think that he would have a problem playing for Nick Nurse because Nick yeah. Nurse would. I think he would implement defense and it would just help them get better. I think it helps Joel Embiid more than it helps James Harden, more than anything. So at the place we're at then, will Harden – where will Harden be, do you think? If you guys have to make a prediction at the beginning of next season, where does Harden play and what does he look like? What headspace is he in? I think he's in Philadelphia. And the reason why I think he's in Philadelphia, number one, we're in a contract year. And us being in a contract year, James Harden has one more payday he thinks that he can get. And that one more payday is contingent on him being sharp. Well, he's not sharp if he's showing up in the fat suit. He's not sharp if he's being disgruntled. He's not sharp if he's showing up out of shape and he's not playing. Because now what you're doing in the process of you doing that on a one-year deal is you auditioning for other teams that are looking at you going, do I want to be involved in that day? Do I want to extend this guy for three more years? You know what would help you, though? If he went to Philadelphia and performed and we got to the trade deadline and Philadelphia was actually doing well and they decided, well, he wasn't going to come back and they decided that, yo, we're going to move off of this dude. So in the process of, a, process of us moving off of him, we could get something for him. So I do think he's in Philadelphia. I don't think he, I don't think they move him. Mm. Hi, Ticket. How are you? Man. Uh, you missed me, Ticket? Beautiful. 
the beautiful playmaker. What's up? Hey, man, Fluent, man. I, I miss you, man. What's up, man? How you doing, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Man, but we, we, we brothers. Hey, man, we brothers to the end, man. What's up, man? Fluent, you playing too many games, man. You running and hiding from me, man. I'm right, what? I, you know where to find me. I'm right here every Thursday, 9 p.m. Much like I've told three people by this way this week who did not show up, who all said they were going to come and challenge me on the show and not one of them. I see you guys. You're not here. So what's up? What's up? You got beef with me now, Ticket? What's 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 the beef? I wanna, before you go, before you go, Ticket, I do want to clarify something. So just so you guys know, I, I, I did say about LeBron James signing deals. So when he signed with the Lakers, he signed a four year deal. And it was four. It was four years straight up, and the same thing when he was in Cleveland, because he signed a four-year deal with no opt-out. So it was just four years straight up. And once it was once it was done, he was out. But he was. They, they was were signing. That he signed yeah. six and opted out after four because yes. he was powered and, yes. yeah. and they were saying, but he did sign shorter deals and shorter extensions. He did do that. Um. So ticket. I want to hear your your take on on Harden. What What do you think is the deal with him? I think chill crazy as hell. Thinking that, thinking that he gonna stay in Philadelphia. You can <laughs> bro, gonna, listen. This is why fluent is necessary, man. What, what the world is wrong with Chick Grilltown, man? Bro, he's not staying there. Mm. You cut him off, Haley. <laughs> I think we lost him. But... He's out of there, Chilltown. He's not. He's not staying on here. He's not staying, bro. He's out, man. They're not gonna. They're not gonna listen. When you come out and say what he said, bro. It's over, bro. Bro, he called the man a liar, bro. Bro, there's no way as a GM that Daryl Morey can wants to. You don't. You don't want him at media day, bro, because you don't know what he's gonna say. He, he's gonna. You know. Well, you know he's gonna say. He's gonna go in and give you something like what he gave you in Houston, but worse. Is there any chance they He'll fire Morey? That's what he. Isn't that what he's trying to leverage mm. right now? If him and Embiid say, well, no, they're not gonna fire Morey because they, not they right now. Him. Because of Doc, like, would would they really fire? That's where I'm at with this. Would they really fire Maury as well as Doc, just because Harden like says the hey, word? Like Haley, Grilltown <laughs> thinks they're really gonna bring Harden in. <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, and I, to, I, and, and, and the crazy. reason why I think that the, re, the reason why I think that is because exactly what you just said. You worried about media day? Well, ticket. We have some time up until media day, and we got some time to smooth this thing out. Not right now. But well, we got some time to smooth this thing out. And we bro, got some time to get in. We got, we got some time to get in front of the bro. camera. Don't forget. Well, we got some time to get back, this, 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 come back, man. There's a difference between getting in front of the camera and how we actually are with each other. And we could be professional. Fluent keeps you in check, bro. That's disgust. What you're saying, you're misleading people, bro. Bring the there's power. no way in the way. Hey, hey, hey listen, kill town. I'm time. In fact, there's no way in the world, bro, that they're bringing him into media day. They don't want him talking. Bro, do you know what he's going to do? Can they stop him? Can they stop the, him from coming to media day? Yeah, by, not, by, by telling him, we're going to move you, stay home. Mm. That's it. So if that's the case, ticket, where is he going? Where will he be next year? Okay, he can go to he can, hey he can go to the, the, the Alice in Wonderland, whatever he can go. He can go somewhere, but he ain't coming over there. Listen, if you guys think if they're going to bring that man into media day, knowing that he is going to set a, t a ticking time bomb off in that organization on media day. Fluent, you know what he's going to go in there and do, bro. He's going to go in there and tear the organization down to shreds, and it's going to make the situation worse. The best thing they can do right now is, is scope the entire NBA, find the best deal they can get, and ship him out. 
we've you cannot been bring him we've in there, been, We've already been down no, this road already. Why has he not been traded? What's up, young? What's up, this young fellas and the young lady? What's up? How y'all doing? Ticket, yeah, say hi, ticket. Hi, ticket. <laughs> yeah, Uncle Ticket's in the house. You know how this go. You, hey, y'all see y'all bad Uncle Chill over there, right? That's the bad guy over there, Uncle Chill Town. That's the bad guy. When y'all see him, yeah, just run the other way. Now you can hear. So, so Uncle Jay, is that bad Uncle Jay or good Uncle Jay? He's bad Uncle Jay. Is that bad Uncle Jay or good, good Uncle, Uncle Jay? Good Uncle Jay. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, you, oh, you, you got him fooled, huh, Chill Town? Actually, you the one trying to pollute. Poisoning the one trying to poison them. They already know what time it is with me. You the one trying to poison them. We gotta keep you away from them. Hey, Haley, what's wrong with Chill Town though? Because listen, bro, bro, listen. Don't bring me into this ticket. He gave you an example. Listen. James Harden gave us an example of what he's willing to do with Houston, bro. Bro, yeah. the man, the man is an expert at forcing his way out of organizations. He has done it three out of the last four years. He got himself out of Houston successfully. He got himself out of Brooklyn successfully, and he's going to do it with Philly, bro. Listen, man, know they the know. Does know the formula? Because guess what? Yes. James Harden goes to media day and says, "Over, said, it's over, fluent." You know, he's I got double dog dare them to let him go to media day, fluent. He doesn't want to get listen. He doesn't want Philly mad at him. Like he's not going to say, "Look, the process failed and people of Philly suck." He's not going to do that. He's going to say, "Here's all the things that Daryl Morey said and promised me, and this is why I'm upset." Now, does that work? We'll see. But he's. I think it's personal with Morey. I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to try to get Philly on his side. The thing is, yeah, no, no, yeah. This time he's getting paid, right? So, like Chill said, he's looking for that payday, and they're like. I don't know. Maybe you know more about this, but the clause is that if he doesn't do certain things or if he doesn't show up to training camp, then they can like pause his free agency. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. He's going to show up to media day. It's not even going to be at the training camp. He's going to show up to media day and he's going to set off a ticking time bomb at media day. And from media day, the, if, if Daryl Morey allows James Harden to get to media day, he, he's a fool. Because you know what's coming when that dude gets to He just went overseas in a place to where Daryl Moore had a lot of controversy and said this. James Harden is very smart. So he's done that. He knows the international relations have been very, very, very tense between the United States. And they're starting to try to get back on good terms. That caused a lot of players money. And, and it made a lot of players upset with Daryl Moore that he would even say anything that would jeopardize these guys' money. Now James Harden did what he did. And, and peep one thing, Haley, you guys, he's got a lot of players backing him up on the media. A lot of the players I'm seeing are saying, hey, if you promise him something, you got to do it so fluent's right. He's going to go in there. He's not going to tear down the city. He's not going to tear down the fans. He's going to go right after Daryl Moore. And when he does it, I love Philly. Philly has the best fans. The, and, right. and the problem here is Maury. He's not doing this. He's lying about that. He's lying to you. Like, yeah, that's that. That's what I would do. That's, that's what exactly do. why. I, that's, that's exactly why I think this thing gets smooth. And, and when I say smoothed over, I mean they get in front of the camera and save face behind the camera. It could very well be, you know, a ticket, mother, blah, blah, and 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 chill, mother. But when the camera's turned on, listen. This is because I because I did promise to get you paid. I did say that I was going to do that. So in order for that to work, James Harden does not come to camp out of shape. When did he James prove Harden, that to you, though? When James did he Harden show you? And I'm glad you brought that up, you? Ticket. And I'm glad you brought that up, Ticket. In the past, we haven't had what we have now. We have an older James Harden who's now looking at one more <laughs> payday. 
That's what we're looking at. We're looking at one more payday from James Harden. There is this- looking at one more payday. I can't blow this because yeah. me and the general manager, who, by the way, I'm cool with, and I made it personal with, instead yeah. of instead of keeping it business, I can't blow this. So what I'm going to do is I'm showing up to training camp. I'm going to show up to training camp in shape. We're going to save face, and I'm going to play good enough so when it's time for me to get moved, these teams are still on me. Because, Ticket, you know this better than I do. Nobody's trading for James Harden right now. And that's Nobody. The, that's the problem. They Nobody. Tried, I guarantee yeah. you they tried to trade him. And nobody's no trading for him right now. I don't think that, Floyd. I, I think they only try to trade him to the Clippers, bro. I don't think they try to really shop him around the whole NBA, bro. Remember, he said he only wanted to go to the Clippers. I believe Daryl Morey tried to do that, but I believe Daryl Morey wasn't getting a deal he wanted to get from the Clippers. He wasn't getting a return. I think if they opened up... Well, he, wanted the, what the, the, he wanted what they gave away for PG. That's what. That's why. No, well, no, no, no. I'm saying I think if he opened, I think if he opened up the the the, the market a little more, you'll see a, a few better offers. But I think that also what he wanted to do was is kind of wait to midway through the season until the team got desperate and then unloaded him for a team who was willing to give up more pieces because they're trying to make a run. But I don't know why you would believe in James Harden to make a run, anyways. And on Floyd, please, and I'm begging you, please come back to the panel, man, bro, bro. Your wisdom, your knowledge, your swag, your understanding, man. They got me with a they have me with a cockeyed jabroni. They're trying to put me on the show with, bro. The man has three eyes looking at four people at the same time, bro. Please, man. Please, bro. They actually got me on the show. I promise you, man. I will never get it again, bro. You come back. I promise you, bro. I'm I'm actually on the show taking up for taking now. I'm the one that I'm the I'm the oh. resident. Oh, that's up how you know taking. it's bad. I'm the resident taking up for taking now. Like they try to jump ticket and I'm the one like, nah, we ain't doing that. No. Uh-uh. I'm the one doing that now. And we I'm need, we need your honesty, bro. We need your... I don't need know. Maybe we could go like once every two months or something. I'll try. Mm-hmm. Man, no, we can change the time, man. I don't, I don't care. We got to change the time, bro. I, 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 I said this to the birthday boy. Happy birthday, Shaq. Uh, I said this to the birthday boy. I said, if you if you move the time... I don't want to talk to him about that. I got I to... Gotta, I gotta, hey, chill town. We got to get in the huddle and pull a power move, man. Because you can't handle jabronis up there no more. I'm sorry, bro. I can't deal with it no more. I can't deal with them guys no more. I need Fluent back, bro. I'm serious about that. That's why I pulled up here tonight, Fluent, because I could publicly beg you, bro, like a friend, man, to publicly beg you to please come back, man. You don't understand some of the – they had a jabroni on there today, bro. They came on there and said that the Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love Cavs were not a super team. Bro, I don't have to hear this every day, bro. These dudes are disgusting, man. Please, he said man. He said that. I'm he begging said that. you with everything, he, he, with every ounce said, in my being, bro. He said that Kevin. Love, he, said, he, he said that. The, he said that the Cavs was worse with Kevin Love. Was worse when they got Kevin Love, bro. Come on, man. They should have kept winning. Yeah, yes. Worse, when they got Kevin Love. Love, please come, please come back immediately, bro. Because oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Like, I'm telling you, bro. When you're not there, the bro, these are the type of scrubs coming in, man. It told the logic was they was worse with him. In the finals, like we forget getting to the finals, mm-hmm. it was worse with him in the finals. Even though they won the NBA championship with him, but it was worse. I'm like, hey man, right. y'all better, hey man, y'all better stop playing. Hit that like button for my brothers. So I just came here, I just came here to show y'all some love. Hey, hey Fluent, I'm gonna watch from the comment section, Fluent. But yeah, we're gonna talk about those times, man. Especially with the season coming back up very soon, man. Yeah, get those times right, man. Cause I'm tell you something, man. 
I ticket don't like playing with no scrubs. And I'm telling you something, man. Me, Chilltown, Dom, or some other guy, we trying to hold it down, man. But you know, they got a few guys that need to go. They need to go to open gym and get their game up, man. Real talk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm a hot star. And to the playmaker, Haley, you keep doing what you do. You understand what I'm saying? And to Grill Town, envision. I'm gonna see you tomorrow, sucker. Yes, I, I will see you tomorrow, I, sucker. Jersey going like this, like Pippin. And this boy, and this boy, is still. Oh, he yeah, did. Fluid. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Salute to my boy, Fluid. Look at him back. Look at him back. I'm out, baby. I'm out. Easy ticket. I'll see you in the morning. Out. Speaking, speaking, speaking oh. of, speaking of Jordan and Pippen, um, just, just, just quickly. Since uh, we on that subject. On that subject. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan did say, I believe during his Hall of Fame speech, right? When you mention the mm-hmm. name Michael Jordan, you need to mention the name Scottie Pippen, right? Mm-hmm. Those two names need to be together always. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because coming like very, very soon, the name Mrs. Pippen or Jordan oh, Pippen God. is going oh, to be my God. together. <laughs> Hey, Wait, they're getting degrees. married? They're engaged? They are this, engaged. The wedding this, date this, this, is, this is what we're talking about. A this wedding is what we're talking about. And it is going to be Mrs. Larissa Jordan Pippen. So there you hey, go. Mark. You got you your the name Jordan hey, and Pippen will be together. Hey, you know how you, you, know, you, you, know, you be cringing, H? Like, come on. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, this yeah, will, yeah. This, this is not. This, this headline's been in the news for like a year. Yeah, I'm just so, it's so boring. I'm bored. I'm bored. Truly. And I can appreciate you loving. I mean, we're all adults here. All right, I can get with that 100%. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. be with. No. <laughs> this is not cool, yo. It's not. Dirty. This is not, this is not okay. This is no. not okay. Uh-uh, all, no. all I'm going to say is this with, with all due respect to, I don't know Larissa Pippen at all, but I say this with all due respect, Michael Jordan. If you are watching, who knows? We didn't, a lot of people surprise us and tell us they watch the show. We don't know. So, Michael Jordan, if you are watching and they do get married, you change that will right now and make sure that <laughs> nothing because immediately let her get his name off. You know, get his name off. Billionaire, 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 father in law. Yeah, mm-hmm. get, his name, so get his name off the will. Change, <laughs> change the will. Are you oh. really that cool with that? No, well. I'm not. All right, what's, what's next on the agenda? That was that, that, that was fun. That was my favorite segment. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, that was good, and we'll, we'll stay out, up to date. But, um, Fluid, I want you to kind of <laughs> I know you're ex- you know, especially passionate about this topic when it comes to the Hall of Fame, which was all over our social medias. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, there's some names in there that maybe shouldn't be. Um, so I'm trying to find out. All right. Let's let's first first let's start first let's start like this is how bad the Hall of Fame is, yeah. uh, and I don't I don't know that I have the list in front of me right now. But next year eligible, they're not in, they're not in, but eligible. <clears throat> it's so bad that when the list has to be Vince Carter, Tyson Chandler, mm-hmm. JJ Barea, mm-hmm. uh, Jamal Crawford, like if that's the list mm-hmm. of eligible people, Kyle Corver, or Kyle Corver, Joakim Noah. No offense. And, and people are going to hate me for what I'm about to say, but none of those are actual Hall of Fame players. Vince Carter is the one exception, and he's an exception because of two things. His longevity and, and his impact on the game. But that is my issue with the Hall of Fame, 
is that what does what is the Hall of Fame supposed to be? It is supposed to be the elite of the elite, like the best of the best. And I, I don't have the numbers, so I'm going off memory. Uh, and you know my memory's not great. But you you once upon a time you and I argued about how many people they let into the Hall of Fame. And you said they let in how many? I think there's uh, five uh, people that played in the NBA. Of God that played oh. in the NBA, I think it's a hundred and with, with with this class here, I think we're up to a hundred and seventy in the seventy-five year, hundred and seventy-one with this class here, something like that. I think it's one hundred and seventy-one guys overall. Adam, and how many people have played in the NBA? Over five thousand players have played in the NBA. I got seventy-five years. I have different numbers. My numbers are lower. So you have one hundred and seventy and five thousand. That's about three percent. I have it at 112 players who played in the NBA and 4,700, which is two and something percent. Almost, okay. so let's call it 3%. Mm-hmm. So 3% of the players who have played in the NBA are in the Hall of Fame. Correct. That, that's a problem for me. And people are like, why? 3%? That's low. No. 3% is not the elite of the elite. 3%, if I can just quickly tell you, there's approximately what? 13-man rosters, 30 teams. That's 390 players who play consistently. We're not talking about two ways and whatever. 3% means 12. So the top 12 players are all Hall of Fame players? No, that's too high for me. That's too high for me. That's basically like saying the all, all NBA first, second, and third team, all except one or two of them, should be in the Hall of Fame. And that's not true. And that number gets worse when you consider this. That's 3% of every player that's played. Let's be honest. With, there's exceptions, but we're really talking about you got to be at least a starter, right? There's okay. exceptions. There's exceptions, right? Havlicek, Jamal Crawford. There's exception of guys, Manu Ginobili, who, were, who weren't starters but could have been mm-hmm. starters. But for every one of those exceptions, there's mm-hmm. two guys that were starters, like Brad Miller, like Bill Cartwright. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you, there's a list of guys who, okay, they're not really starters. They're, they're starters, but they're, they're never going to make the Hall of Fame. Right. So every so before everyone goes crazy and says, well, what about this six man? There's a starter. who. So if you look at just the starters, it's closer to like eight. I, I dare to say almost 10% of the players mm-hmm. who started in the NBA make the Hall of Fame. That number's too high. That number is too high. Eight percent. It's yeah, eight percent of starters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's make crazy. it to the Hall of Fame. That's my problem. And so I, I purposely put two guys here. I purposely put two guys here because everyone's gonna fight me on Tracy McGrady, and I picked him on purpose because I know he's people. Well, his talent, his skill. But let me give you some information on on Tracy McGrady as an example. How many years did Tracy McGrady play in the NBA? He showed up in 97 and he retired in 2013, 2014, 2013. I'm sorry. So he played 16 years in the league, 16 years in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to ask you now I'm just asking you questions. We're doing a little quiz in mm-hmm. his 16 years. How many times was he an all-star? I think he was an all-star uh, seven times. So less than half of his career. Now I get it. Injuries. I, I think it was. I, I think. No, no. Seven. If you're wrong, I'll correct you. If you're wrong, I'll correct you. But you are correct. It is seven. Okay. So seven. Seven. now I picked Tracy McGrady for a reason because it's not the NBA Hall of Fame, it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. Right. Well, Tracy McGrady didn't have an illustrious college career because he didn't go to college. He didn't yeah. have an illustrious Olympic career. He went one time to the FIBAs and won a gold. So it's not about 
of the so his career is really solely based on the NBA. So right. in 16 years, he won two scoring titles. Was wasn't an All Star uh, for more than 50 percent of his career. He wasn't even an All Star. Mm-hmm. Um, he made All NBA those those seven years. So he was not All NBA, and that's it. Those are his accolades in the playoffs. You want to know what's the most games he ever played in the playoffs? 20. Seven. Seven. Oh, that's right. He only got it. He never got that. And that was against Utah when he went seven games with Utah in the first round when he was in Houston. So not once in his career did he play more than seven games in the playoffs. Now, look, I'm not knocking Tracy McGrady. Tracy McGrady is a phenomenal player. He's an incredible talent through the roof, skill set, athleticism, all of that stuff. But we're talking about a guy who has zero accolades, no MVPs, no depoys, no, 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 uh, no, no, no success in the playoffs. Like nothing. That's a great, 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 super amazing player. Yes, there were injuries. Again, that's unfortunate. He led the league in scoring twice, Tom. Absolutely. Do led the league in scoring twice. For me, th- does that make him a top 1% in the history of the NBA? Or for his time? And the answer is no, it doesn't. It's biased. People just want to live in the past and live in the moments that he's shown up in. We're falling in in love with talent. We're falling in love with talent. I think some players have like such a cultural influence because they're so loved by people, but that doesn't necessarily mean they should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't have a problem with Tracy McGrady being in the Hall of Fame. I got a problem with Tracy McGrady being a first ballot Hall of Fame. I had a problem with that. Yeah, I don't have a problem with him being in the Hall of Fame. Now, you mentioned Tracy McGrady playing, being a, you know how you know how serious I take being an All Pro, and the fact that he was an All Pro seven times in sixteen years. I mean that's a big deal to me. That's basically every other year of my career I'm on an All Pro team. Every other year of my career I'm on an All Pro team. That's awesome. With, with that with that with that being said, can you tell me definitively was there ever a year where Tracy McGrady was the best player in the league? No, I definitively can tell you no, there wasn't. Can you tell me definitively, was there ever a time when Tracy McGrady was one of the three best players in the league? No. So with that being said, again, I think Tracy McGrady, with what he had done, leading the league in scoring tries, being an all-pro every other year for his career, every other year, I think that that stuff matters. But when we talk about the Hall of Fame, if you think about the title, it's the Hall of Fame. Is it all of, of how sham? Well, is it is it the, is it the Hall of how how famous nope. you were? Like like when we say fame, what we're doing what we're doing is we're glorifying you. So we're glorifying your career, right? So when you bring up numbers like the last three percent, I mean that's three percent. Well, damn, Tony, I'm in the ninety seven percentile. That's pretty good for somebody that has come in the league and that's of all players that have ever played though. That's, that's what I'm talking about, Tone. So if you line for everyone, so if you line up for everyone, that's including the plumber Normie Glick. That's my point though, Tone. If you line up for every 100 guys you line up, three of us are going to the Hall of Fame. That's it. For every 100 guys you line up, only three of us are going into the Hall of Fame. The other 97 of us, no, we're not doing it. That's if- not happening. It means 12 players every year. You're telling me the top 12 players deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Only except only, only except those 12 players. They do. They don't do it every year. So, like, for example, DeMar DeRozan. 
DeMar DeRozan is ultimately going to be a Hall of Famer. Why is DeMar DeRozan ultimately going to be a Hall of Famer? The reason why DeMar DeRozan is ultimately going to be a Hall of Famer is because as a guard, he scored over 20,000 points. He's been an All-Pro a number of different years. He's been an All-Star a number of different years. Is that an All-Pro? Yes, being an All-Pro, being an All-Star. That stuff matters. That's all you yes. have to, how many times Sports, or how much of your career? Uh, Jay, every, like every, every, Hall of, every Hall of Famer does not win an NBA championship. Add that to the fact that yeah. DeMar DeRozan was the best player on his team when they were a playoff team. He was the best player on that team for a number of years. That's not my opinion. That's a fact. Even though if, you might not. Does, even, does okay. every best player on a team, that's what, the best what? player on their team. Get the best player on every team. The best player on every team. So that's 30. That means yeah, half of them saying. make it to the Hall. Not every year. But he's saying not on every, top of not, being all... That's what I'm pro. saying. That's how big the percentage right. is, is that if you take the best player of every team, because it's, again, 12 a year because right. of the percentage. And I know people play 10 years. I, I get that. What I'm saying right. is it's not exclusive enough. And and I'm not picking on Tracy McGrady. He's just an easy one because he didn't have a collegiate career because there's guys like Manu that you're going to say, well, look what he did in the NBA. Look what he did for Argentina. Argentina. Look what he did. Uh, look what he did here. Look what he did there. And so that that that's why I tried to eliminate the the those types of people uh, because yeah. there's there's a case for those because it's the basketball hall of fame not the NBA hall of fame but when you Dennis Rodman Dennis Rodman is an interesting one because Dennis Rodman is a specialty player mm-hmm. the NFL Hall of Fame doesn't have Devin Hester in the greatest yeah. kick returner in the history of football is not in right. first ballot. I believe Dennis Rodman was a first ballot Hall of Famer. And and here's a guy who, again, no collegiate career, no Olympics, no international play, only based on his NBA. He okay. was phenomenal. His collegiate, his collegiate career was was involved in that, but keep going. But no, but he did what he do in college that made him shine. Was he a top collegiate player? What, what what did he do? Yeah, he was he, he, played, he played he played at Southeast Oklahoma. He played at Southeast Oklahoma at NAIA school, first team all American. First team All American. He averaged twenty six and okay. sixteen. Okay. Fine in college. Twenty six and sixteen. Oh, so he had a college with career. That, with that being said, with that being said, him being the like you just mentioned, Devin Hester, who I think should be in the Hall of Fame because when you are the best at something, I don't care if you're a specialist. If you're the best at it, you should be in the Hall of Fame. Now, Tone, there are some people who will combat your Devin Hester logic by saying, "Well." Uh, I think it's Cordell Patterson. Uh, is, is it Cordell? Cordell? Yeah, Cordell Patterson. I, I think it's Cordell Patterson who they think he's better than Devin Hester. Uh, yeah, as, they don't. As, as, uh, as, a, as a specialist, <laughs> as, as, a, as a special team, as a special teams guy. But Dennis Rodman did something that other people can't say that they did, which makes him fame, which makes him Hall of Fame worthy because he's famous. Number one, he led the league in rebounding seven straight years. Chamberlain, Jabal. Russell, at, at what Malone, none of them can say that they did that. At what expense? Like, like, here's the thing: if you, with, if with him, with him leading the league in rebounding, his team won the right, NBA I'm championship. I'm going to ask your questions. I'm going to ask the same questions you asked yeah. before. Was mm-hmm. he ever considered the best player in the NBA? No, he was considered the best rebounder in the NBA. Was though. he ever considered a top three player in the NBA? No, but he was considered was the best defensive player in the game. Five player in the NBA. No, but he was be- he was considered the best defensive player in the game. He was when considered look, the best rebounder in the game. When you look at guys who, when we're saying, "Hey, the Hall of Fame is for the elite of the elite," right? A first ballot 
best player in the game elite of the elite, or is he the best at a particular thing and he needs to be in maybe second ballot? I think he's first ballot because he's the elite of the elite in what he did. Dennis Rodman, at the time when he played, he was considered the best rebounder in the game. Not for one year, not for two years, not for three years, for a long time. Dennis Rodman, when he was in the game and he was in his prime, he was considered the best defensive player in the game. Not for one year, not for two years. It was going on for a while. He was considered that. Add that to the fact that we got a guy in Dennis Rodman who won the NBA championship multiple times with different teams, and he was an integral part of that. While doing everything, while doing every, while do, while doing everything that we just talked about, is he everything that we talked about? Hall of Famer, or is he an integral part of a team? Because well, that's, and I think that's the logic I'm trying to to Wait, I have a question flush out. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Do you think that 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 first about Hall of Famers that they should only be superstars? Yes. Yes. I mean, should have. I mean, yes. we're way past that. So yeah, you think that should be the... So is there anything that they could do now, like having an NBA where they like actually... I guess it wouldn't matter because you know, the basketball Dan Hall of Sanders, Fame is around. Dan Sanders had a really good idea with the NFL Hall of Fame. He's like, do like a special, maybe like one player a year or two players, whatever, where it's existing Hall of Famers that get like a platinum jacket, right? Like all the Hall of Famers get a gold jacket, but they get like a, a, a floor. Up. You yeah. go yeah, at the Hall I'm of cool Fame. They build another I'm floor. Because cool, cool then you that. just have like 10 dudes up there or like one yeah, every cool five yeah. years. And then it I'm, actually I'm cool means something. Yeah. yeah. As, yeah. Good as, 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 as good as Eli Manning is, if I'm Dan Marino, you can't talk to me like you talk to that dude. <laughs> like when I, when, I look, yeah. when I look at the Hall of Fame, right? And this is the, this is the stuff that, look, it, it's not a lot because we're talking about 150 odd people. But right. it's, it's when we look at the numbers and we're like, oh, that's actually high. Like it should be like yeah. the one percent. Are you in the one percent? Like you know the 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 one percent that run the country and have all the money. Like that's right. what the Hall of Fame should be. So when you see like Bill Bradley, Bill Walton, uh, Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter next year is going to be in, and then you see like eventually, I'm I'm foreshadowing, right? You see LeBron, Jordan, Kareem. Yeah. Those first five guys are nowhere near are nowhere near on the same level as Jordan, LeBron, and Kareem. Nowhere near. Well, even if but that's even... The, if, go ahead, H, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, but also that's common knowledge. So I think they're all being like represented as uh, as a whole because we already know those guys are the best of the best. They're top 10 players. Those other guys, Bill Walton, none of them will ever they're be They're all Hall of Famers. So when, I'm just saying what... Up, they're all Hall of Famers. Right. Even if, so I, I, I get, I get no you a lot. There's no dispute. I get I, I get your logic that when you walk into the Hall of Fame, we can't really talk about you. Like I, I can't talk about Chamberlain as a rebounder. Like I talk about Ewing. No, you were not. You 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 were not like that. No, I can't do that. However, when I come in college, ninety-seven percent of the players who play in college are not going to play pro basketball. Ninety-seven percent of them. So the three percent, once again. So if you line up 100 players in college, only three of us go into the league. That's it for every one of us. So now what we're going to do is we're going to get to the pros where we're even better. So now I'm even better than that. So now we're talking about the, uh, the, the last 3%. So the best of the best, I'm in that category of the 3% who's making the all-pro team that's leading the league in scoring. I mean, Tom, we in the 75-year history of the NBA, we've only had 75 guys lead the league in scoring. Tracy McGrady did it twice. He didn't do it once. He did it twice. And in the process of him doing it twice, his team, they might not have been very good, 
but he was awesome during that time. There aren't many, there's only there's, there's, just so you know, there was a stretch tone where there wasn't a third team all pro. There was only two teams. That means the top 10 guys, there was only 10 spots for being an all pro. That's it. 10 spots. So of the if, if, if there's 24 teams, I'm, I'm sorry, not 24. If there's eight teams in the league, there's not that many spots. If there's 16 teams in the league, there's not that many spots. I'm the best of the best for a long time. Now, do I have a problem with Tracy McGrady being in the Hall of Fame? I do not. Do I have a problem with him being first ballot? When Dominique Wilkins got to wait, Tracy McGrady should have had to wait too. I don't have a problem with you being a Hall of Famer. When you're a first ballot Hall of Famer, one, that needs to mean something. The reason why it needs to mean something is because I'm the best of the best. And like Deion Sanders said, I actually I actually dig that logic. Because when I walk into the Hall of Fame, when you're talking about guys like Jordan, you're talking about guys like James, Jabbar, you walking into the Hall of Fame as Bill Bradley. I can't talk about Bill Bradley like I talk about Jabbar. I can't. And I shouldn't because he wasn't that good. Lenny Wilkins was not John Stockton good. No, he was not. So because of that, there should be tears in the Hall of Fame. I don't have a problem with you making the Hall of Fame, but being a first ballot Hall of Famer, that should mean something. It's like getting on a plane if you're sitting in first class, right. sitting in business class, and you're sitting in coach. I have a problem with that. Let me let me, let me me give you some Hall of Famers. I don't, and tell me if you know these guys, don't know these guys. Louis Dampier. Anybody know him? His name escapes me. Louis Dampier. Well, he, his name probably escapes you because he made zero all-star appearances, averaged 6.7 points per game, 1.1 rebounds, and 2.8 assists. But did he play in like the... He was inducted in 2015. <laughs> Mel Daniels. I do know three, Mel Daniels. Th three points, three assists, uh, th sorry, three rebounds, half an assist. All of these guys are zero all-stars, by the way. Casey Jones. I know Casey Jones. Now, should he be in as a coach? I believe Casey Jones was a coach, but he's, here he is. Coach. But he's, yeah. in, he's in as a player who averaged seven points, three rebounds, and four assists per game and made zero All-Stars. Frank Ramsey. All of these guys, by the way, their their stats stink, so I'm not going to read them all out to you. Uh, <laughs> Cooper. Go ahead, but what? Then how are they getting? There has to be something they did it throughout their career. That, well, Casey, like, Casey Jones was on that 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 Celtics team in the sixties that was basically running a decade. Yeah, yeah. so there he was you on go. That squad. So, so just because he was with the right people at the right time, right. you're part he of was the. On that squad. Casey Jones yeah. wasn't that guy in Boston, right? Yeah. Right, because it was it was Russ Russell. Sorry, I shouldn't say Russ. It was Russ. Russell. It was Sam Jones, and then later on, it was like Russ Havlicek and Sam Jones. Casey Jones was like the third, fourth, fifth guy on those teams. But he was still There's part of it, right? Was, those role no, players, he's he still winning the one without him. No, 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 because Tracy McGrady didn't win shit. So then he shouldn't be in. So make up your mind. Winning matters or winning doesn't matter. So if Casey Jones is in because he didn't put up numbers, he didn't put up stats, he wasn't that guy, he was the fourth or fifth player on a championship team, and then Tracy McGrady hasn't doesn't have any of those rings, but he's in, No. Um, now, okay. Now, there's a lot of guys. Listen, there's a lot of guys that are in because of their Arvita Sabonis, Tony Kukoc, Dino Raza, Raja, uh, because of what they did internationally, right? Mm -hmm. Draza Petrovic, even though he was cut. But Dan Issel, Dan Issel, is Dan Issel a Hall of Famer? Nice player, put up, you know, yes. average, average. Not, I, I think you're looking at Dan Issel tone from from being in the NBA. 
So number one, Dennis. So I think he's the all-time leading scorer in Kentucky basketball history. So so right. So there's there's the college. So, so maybe right. so, my issue is I need a I need an NBA Hall of Fame. I think that's if you think about it, Tone, what other sport doesn't have a pro sport pro Hall of Fame? Like pro because baseball when, Hall of Fame. When pro I football look at Hall of Fame. Really good players. When I look at really good players, Tracy McGrady, Calvin Murphy, uh, you know, uh, Bill Brown, one all-star appearance. One all-star appearance. I'm sorry, if you can't make more than one All-Star game, how can I be consider you a Hall of Fame player? How? And I get it. Okay, if there's, and, and I've said, there's the exception. If they've had illustrious college careers, I'm not a big college basketball guy. If they had, you know, international success, I get it, right? Like, I do I do understand. Like, Tony Kukoc came into the NBA as, I believe, the back-to-back EuroLeague MVP. I mm-hmm. get it. So I, I get it. Um, but I'm just, I'm just, I just think there's a lot of guys who are really, really, really good players like Tracy McGrady, great players who just, who didn't have that collegiate career, who didn't have that international career. Lenny Wilkins is a prime example for me. Do you know Rudy Tomjanovich? The coach Rudy of the Houston T. Rockets, Rudy, Rudy T. T. He's in the hall. I believe he's in the hall of fame as a player as well. And he has his number retired in Houston. He was not that guy as a player. I got to double check him if he's in the. I think, he, I, I think he made. The, I think he made yeah. the All Star team a couple of times. I, I think he made the All Star team a couple of times. I don't think Rudy's in the, in, the, in the Hall of Fame though. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure. His, his might be more about the number retirement because his number mm-hmm. was retired. But right. that that is my that is my concern. Right. When you when you're thinking of close to ten percent of the starters who right. players who started in the NBA make it to the Hall of Fame, that number's too high for me. That number's just too high for me. And I, I 10% is not 10% is not exclusive. It's not elite, right? It's it's great. It's superstar. Like when we say who are the top 10 players, right? Those are the best. Hall of Fame's got like three of them. But think about this though, Tone. You said that the 10%, it, it's it's different when you're talking about 10% out of 20 people. If you're talking about 10% out of a hundred people. That's pretty impressive, man. Like one out of every 10 guys is going to the Hall of Fame as it's, opposed to one out of every five guys. Okay, that's something completely different. Or one out of every four guys. It's, it's, one out of every 10 guys. It's 15 out of every 150 starters. That's too much. Tone. Too much. And 15 also, out of feels, every 150 starters? It feels like sometimes Again, they're just seeking out that, a that's, way that's to all NBA. That's that's all, that's the All-NBA. Those That's the All-NBA first, second, and third team. And if the, now, 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 hold on, Tone. Those All NBA teams. So those guys on the All NBA team. How long were they on the All NBA team? I have a little bit of a problem with Vince Carter being an All Pro only twice. I got a problem with that. And you don't have a problem with McGrady being there seven times out of sixteen years? He didn't do I, it I, enough. I, I, if you're talking about a guy being an All Pro almost half his career, as opposed to a guy playing 22 seasons Bill and only being an All Pro twice, is Bill. I, I'm agreeing. I think the only reason Vince Carter gets in is because Tracy's in. What about Bill Walton? Is he a Hall of Famer? Because of the college, yes. Because the college, okay. Because of the college, if he was yes. an NBA Hall of Fame. Would he be a Hall of Famer? No. Okay. Maybe even I though he won the even though he won the league MVP and the Sixth Man and an NBA championship, even though he did do that. He didn't play enough to be a Hall of Famer. No, he didn't. The injury, yeah, the injuries college. derailed his career yeah, because did. of the college and because of what he did in a short span in the NBA. But the college is more than anything. I think. I don't think it was the pro. I don't think it was the pro basketball Hall of Fame. Which, by the way, 
NBA is the only sport that doesn't have a pro basketball Hall of Fame. There's a pro yeah. hockey Hall of Fame. There's a pro yeah. baseball Hall of Fame. There's a pro football Hall of Fame. Yes. There's a soccer Hall of Fame. This, All guys. of that stuff. There's going to become a time. There's going to come become a time when we're inducting um, DeMar DeRozan, Pascal Siakam, uh, Julius Randle into the Hall of Fame. And I'm sorry, that bothers me. That bothers me. Julius Randle, a Hall of Famer. Two-time All-Pro, three-time All-Star. Um, depending on where he, depending on where he... Uh, I want you to know, Mars just woke up from his sleep and rolled over in his bed because he heard, yeah. he heard Julius Randle, a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's going to have nightmares tonight. All right, you guys, should we do some uh, Super Chats and then get on to the next? Sure, what we got? Hall of right. Sham. Hall of Sham. Mello, thank you for your super chat. Tyrese Halliburton has become my my favorite young guard. Balling for Team USA, thirty assists in three exhibition games is ridiculous. No, it's not, and you know why it's not ridiculous? Because he's running with ballers. He's running with way better players than he's running with in Indianapolis, and he's a primary distributor. So thirty, that's ten assists a game. That's not that difficult to do when you're running with Triple J and you're running with Brandon Ingram and you're running with Anthony Edwards. I'm a primary distributor anyway. That doesn't negate how good he is. But let's not relax. Let's let's relax on yo. He's doing something phenomenal. He's running with yeah. ballers and he's a primary distributor. That's what he does. I uh, I ran a what did we do? Eight. I think we played eight games. Um, it was a kind of it was a it was a I don't know what you would call it in the U.S. It uh, after high school, but like before college. Whatever that, that's whatever, just like called a prep school type of thing. Summer. We had like a it was like a or a it was a post second. Anyways, there was an all star. Mm -hmm. And, and teams were put together. There was no AAU back then, right? So it's it similar right. to that. It was like traveling teams, and we put together all-star teams. Jay knows how often I passed. I For that eight-game stretch, I had eight assists a game because I had a bunch of guys who just, oh, yeah. there you go. Not that it's easy to get assists, but when you have scorers, it's easier to get mm -hmm. assists, especially right. if you're the primary ball handler who's passing. So Yeah, that's his, that literally is his job. Yeah. And he, that's still not even crazy. In uh, Indiana, he still has several assists let me be clear i i like Halliburton a lot yeah. he's like he, a true guard like i think he's really being wasted like... i think he's being wasted in indiana indiana might be the the newest cursed team well wait a minute though tone they just signed him to that extension which I, means I that they're gonna build that unit around him they're building that unit around him I, I just <laughs> no, no, I, I i have nothing but love for indiana but i'm just I, indiana there's there's teams like the Clippers, sorry, Minnesota, Indiana. Mm -hmm. There's there's like five or so teams that like just there's there's always something seems to happen and they don't mm -hmm. and they just can't get over that hump. And so that's what I'm saying. I feel like he might be he might be wasted that in was Indiana. Denver and mm -hmm. look, they just want a chip, so you never know. Absolutely. There's always there's yeah. always they, they just needed a and I've been corrected, a generational talent uh in, in Nikola Jokic to go there and get them out of that. But yeah, yeah, Denver probably fit into that category too. Uh, Dave, always like, so they're always like good respect. They're just they can't get over that. Uh. Mm -hmm. the yeah. worst you know what? It's it's actually worse. Those those teams that are like not bad enough that they suck and they get high draft picks, but not good enough to like contend for a title. It's it's too bad. Yeah. Um. Be the G. Thoughts on the Liberty killing the Aces two times now. I like it. I, we I, all knew I, that. I like what they're doing. I do like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know what I don't like. You know what I don't like? I don't like Chill's friend who, if I catch him on your live, uh, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. Um, what's his name there? The Chill uh, Gideon. Gideon. Why? Gideon. 
What a clown. What a clown. You know what? I get it. He's he's very famous, apparently, right? Millions of followers and everybody loves him. And he's he went to a WNBA game. And this is remember last week when I told you, like, some men just have issues with their own insecurities. And so they hate on women for no reason. He went to a WNBA game with like a blanket and a neck rest and like a sleep hoodie thing. Right. And, and, And bought out the whole front row and went to sleep with a blanket and the sleep hat on and dude that that shit ain't funny and and good for him that they banned him from every WNBA and and NBA, every NBA NBA game NFL. ever i hope it's for life and i hope i hope i hope everybody follows suit and takes away all of your uh whatever you want to go to and you have to sit in your house making youtubes for the millions of people who follow you and make your money that way because that's clown shit and 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 i hated it i thought it was stupid I had nothing for that, to be honest with you, because I don't. Again, I'm a. I, I actually watched that game between the Liberty and uh, between the Liberty and the Aces, and I was watching how they had. I was watching how they had Brianna Stewart, not Brianna Stewart, how they had Stewart in action against. And I'm a big Asia Wilson fan, but Stewart was giving her work. Stewart was absolutely giving her the work that she was looking for, and that offense just flowed a lot better. And not only did that offense flow a lot better, they actually got on the backboard and ganged up on Asia Wilson. So that Aces team, when they were running away from, when they were running away with it early, I mean, it looked like they were, it looked like they were doing that, but they got some matchup problems with that Liberty team. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure that they could beat them in a three game series. I'm not sure. I was, cause we all, pre- I'm sure everyone predicted that it was probably going to be the Aces and the Liberty for the championship game. Right. I, I think we I all think knew that yeah. in the, Season, right? Season, everybody was saying that, yeah, hundred percent. With Candice returning all and Stewie to the Liberty for sure, but um, yeah, early predictions. Are you guys? Stewie is nice. I, I I dig Stewie game. Sabrina, Sabrina on that school though. She yeah. She just like she is hell to deal with. Easy breezy, yeah. She look like she look like she is hell to deal with because when she get that long ball going, man, forget it. Because she yeah. does so many other things. Like she gets in the lane distributing she got the mid-range she got all of that stuff and she defends i thought kelsey plum would be better but she hasn't been against the liberty she has but not she's been. still i mean this is her first year coming off that injury right so she's right still, this is probably she might not be the same for a while or ever but uh right, okay. find your find your teams now because the next three to five years of the WNBA is going to be like there's some personalities crazy. playing and talent not just personality mm-hmm. and there's some more coming in the next mm-hmm. year or two, that yeah. it's, it's going to be a lot. It'll be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. Oh, hell yeah. Um. Okay. Angie hitting us with a super chat. Honestly, if I can't get, get in the first time after the committee having four to five years of consideration, what changes your mind second time around? Seems sus, which is a Nothing. very... It's all it's who you're same. against, right? Or who no, you're coming it's, in it's, with. It's who it is. And that's... And that it's, it's, it's because you only have, I believe... Either you have one vote or you have to rank them one, two, three, four, five. I got to check right. with uh, our friend Woody Page because he used to be, a, uh, he he actually re- stopped voting for the NBA Hall of Fame. Um, but I'm going to ask him, do you get one vote or do you get, or do you rank them? And then it, and then it matters because who, like Vince Carter, right? Again, I'll bring him, is going to be a shoe in because when you look at Kyle Corver, and this is no disrespect. To, I think it's Jamal Crawford. No dif- disrespect to him. But when you look at Kyle Corver, Jamal Crawford, JJ Barea, Tyson Chandler, and Vince, you're voting for Vince. Like right. if you have to vote, you're voting for Vince. Right. Um, so um, 
he's in. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But if Vince Carter was in and it was, I don't know who's retired, Chris Paul. How about uh, this year? This, like, this year, this year, this, if he was on, if he was on the ballot this year, would he, would he, oh, yeah. would he have gotten it? Yeah, with Manu and Tony Parker Tony and Walker, Wade not, and Dirk Nowitzki. No, probably not. Probably not getting in. So, so, so he's the only guy, he's the only guy in NBA history that's ever played in four different decades. <laughs> so, that doesn't make you a Hall of Famer. Actually, to, to, to be around that long, I feel like alone. That alone, like you're you. shooting to the top of the list. I, I know that sounds nuts. H. He's the only guy he played in the '90s, played in the 2000s, played in the 2010s, and the 2020s. He's not the only Hall guy of Famer. It doesn't automatically make you all a famer, though. Like, is Kevin Willis in three different decades? He's not a Hall of Famer. Kevin Willis never made the All Pro team, not one really? time. He did make the All Star team, but the All Star. Hmm. Uh, no, he did make. He did make the All Star team. He did make the All Star team. Yes, he did do that. I think he made the All Defensive team one time yeah, too. But I think he made. Uh, yeah, he has he, not a lot, but he's. Mm-hmm. But he's got a lot of longevity. And he did win. He was on that team, that 2003 Spurs team that won the NBA championship. He was on that team. Even though he was 40. Uh, better put him in the Hall of Fame. Easy. He was 44 years old, though. Let's, let's relax. Exactly. Let's chill out. He was 44 years old at that no, time. I, I knew it. 1991-92, he made the All-NBA team. I knew he made an All-NBA team. Oh, he did make the All-Pro team. Yeah. Okay. I knew he made the All-Star All-Star team. An All-NBA uh, team member and, and an NBA champ. And he played for mm-hmm. 21 years. Shout out to Kevin Willis, mm-hmm. next inductee into the Hall of Fame. He was in that. He was in that. Uh, that 84 draft with Jordan and Barkley and Lajuan. Yeah, he was in that draft. And he played. And he played in one of those, or maybe even two of those decades with Vince Carter on the Raptors. He was their backup center. Yeah, he was on. I think he was on. The, I think he was on their team in '99, either '99 or 2000. One of them two. Kevin Willis, baby, Hall of Fame. Can we get him on the show? Ah, call him up or not. Yeah, he was there 98, 99, uh, and 99, 2000 before he got traded to Denver. All right. Uh, hey, guys, love the show. Fluent, I asked Chill this already, is being the best player in the history of your organization uh, make you a top 75 player of all time? No. Just because I'm the I'm the cutest ugly chick, it doesn't make me a supermodel. And also, like different franchises have been around longer, some have had more opportunity versus less, and wasted it. So I don't think that's a good. Kemba Walker is the best player in Charlotte Hornet history. He is not a top seventy-five player. Very all true. Time. No, he's not. Larry Johnson is the best. Nope. Oh, Kemba no, Walker is the best player in Charlotte oh, Charlotte Hornet Gil. basketball history. No, sorry, Tone. I, 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 I hate to I, I hate to break it to you. Alonzo Morning. Alonzo Morning. No. Played three years there, Tone. That's it. Three. Still better than. No, Kimber Walker is the best player that they've ever had, 100%. He's not a top 75 player. No, he isn't. No, he's not. No. That's, that's a very mm-hmm. good example. Okay. All right, you guys. I like, my, I like mine better, but okay. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I mean, Fluent, maybe, hopefully one day change will, you know, happen with the, the Hall of Sham as it is right now. But Hall of Shams. Um, all right, so I know we got into some of these teams uh, last week, and we're gonna start with um, after the Bucks. We ended with the Bucks when it comes to NFL. All right, so we're did gonna. Continue- Dave, did you give Dave his love though first? I did. Uh, yeah. I did. Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate you, brother. My bad, I didn't see Thank it. Thank you, Dave. I give it double. Oh, no. Double, it- double shout out. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna keep going here, and then we'll we'll talk about 
some of the specific things that have been going on with the NFL as well. So, um, so at 29, we talked about the Raiders. I'll just start from the bottom. Uh, we had Cardinals at 32. Garbage. Garbage. We're Trash. starting from Trash. the worst. The worst. Yeah. And Trash. If, and if you guys don't agree, then you don't agree. Uh, Houston Texans, Texans, 31. We weren't all like. I think that they're going to be bad, but I think they're going to be a lot more competitive than people give them. They're, not, they're not 31 I, bad, but they're. I, 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 they're think they, I don't think they're going to win a lot of games, but I do think that they're going to be a lot more competitive than people think that they are. Yeah, they bottom right. seven for sure. Mm-hmm. And then at 29, the Raiders. I don't think the Raiders are going to be that bad. Because because I think Jimmy G, I mean, Jimmy G, whenever he plays, they win. Wherever he plays. Who's their backup? Who is the backup with the Raiders? That, I don't that's, know. That's my issue with the Raiders is they still have no defense. Uh, I think this one, I think this one, they still have no defense. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Jacobs is in a contract dispute. So that's going to be a problem. Jimmy G. So let's say he plays eight games and they go six and two. What happens the other nine games? Do they go like one and eight? Um, Cause I don't know who they're, I don't know who their backup is. Um, and Jimmy G's not going to be in line. He's going to be out for those nine games. <laughs> He's in yeah. He'll be gone. And then, gone. and then, and then, Unless unless someone gets fired, Josh McDaniels is still their coach, and he stinks. Like oh he God. he stinks. <laughs> so th- there's nothing good in in in. I was gonna say in Oakland. There's nothing good in Las Vegas right now um, for the Raiders. The Raiders. And 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 they got to play. I'm I'm not I'm not actually not even worried about the Broncos. I don't know if we're gonna get to them. They stay we horrible. Yeah, we're gonna get to them. But they still got to play uh, two games against the Chargers and two games against the Chiefs. <laughs> So that's four losses right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. That's four losses right there. That better not be the games that Jimmy G plays because then you're in worse shape because oh <laughs> then you're four and four with Jimmy G. Good that point. makes them even worse. So, uh, yeah. So then at 28, we had the Rams, which they're already looking. Uh, How fast they have fallen, eh? Yeah. After that Super Bowl. Glad to see it. I'm good with the, I'm I'm so straight with the Rams. Yeah. And the reason why I'm so straight with the Rams is because people people give me hell. Not only that, Tom, people give me hell about the Rams going to the Super Bowl. And I have to keep reminding people that's the only time they've beaten us in the last Ever. four years. We own them. Yeah. So is Matthew Staff- the Rams? Everybody was saying Matthew Stafford. Oh, it's because he was in Detroit. He was in Detroit. That's why blah, blah, blah. He was in Detroit. Then he goes to the Rams. Boom. First year wins a Super Bowl. Then gets hurt. I get it. But like, is that going to be the fluke year? Right? Is that not? If if he doesn't get back, I know it's injury, but too bad. Um, if he never gets back to the same player that he was, is that one year just the fluke year? And Matthew Stafford is who he is? Because there's yes. another guy who's going to go into the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yes. And Tone, real, real, real quick. So oh, I'm going to... I'm I'm gonna run down the Raiders schedule for you real quick, Tone. Yeah, week yeah. one, that De- week one, Denver. That might be a win. Denver okay. looks horrible. Yeah. Okay, so they end Denver week one. Okay, so we can give it away. I'm sorry. Anyway, week two, Buffalo at Buffalo. Loss. Okay, okay, L. Okay, week three, Pittsburgh. Loss. Week three. I mean, week four. Got the chart. We gotta go to we gotta go to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. You already know. Loss. L got Green Bay coming in here in week five. I'll give him a win. Okay. We got the Patriots coming in here in week six. Loss. Ezekiel Elliott rushes for 150 yards and two touchdowns. We got to go to the Chicago Bears on week seven. Blowout. Blowout. Bears win 56 nothing. Okay. And, and at, right at the next week in Detroit. Detroit. Loss. Okay. 
they got the Giants coming in week eight, in week nine. You got the Jets coming in week ten. The Jets? <laughs> the, yeah, Jets? Andrew, the Jets? Since when does preseason mean anything, bro? No, like, they have Delvin Cook too and Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Loss. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got my. Then they got to go to Miami. Loss. Then they got the Kansas City Chiefs. Loss. Yeah, they're done. Then they got and they got Minnesota. They fluke off a win because Minnesota takes them lightly. Is it in prime time? It is (laughs) Sunday. No, it's not. No, it's not. Your cousin's in prime time. That for sure is a win. They got the they got the Chargers at home. Loss. They got to go to Kansas City. Loss. Don't even go. Stay home. They got to go to Indianapolis. That's a win. Okay. And then they got Denver at home. They split with Denver, so I'll give them a win. So they so so they're five and twelve. Five and twelve. Congratulations. Better than I mm-hmm. thought. Five and twelve. <laughs> That's because I gave <laughs> a couple uh, against the Chiefs or sorry. Five against- and twelve. That's oh, so heartening. Because they were one game away wait, from wait, making no, the playoffs, wait, right? What week? Wait, what week? What week do the Raiders play the Colts? They got the Colts in week 17, the, the next to the last game of the season. Oh, I don't know. AR-15 might be hitting his stride at that point. Mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson mm-hmm. might be the real deal. Mm-hmm. That might be a now, lot. Who did, who, did you, who did you say after the Raiders' age? Because we got the Cardinals, so we got the see, Raiders. Uh, we got, and then the Rams at 27 is the Colts. Rams? At 26 is the... I think the Colts are moving up now. I, yeah, I really we, think... we already talked about these guys. Yeah. We went through oh, we, oh, Bears, we oh, sorry, Commanders. Sorry. Um, the t- Titans, which we were still pretty questionable about. Cole thinks they're going to be garbage. 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 Cole thinks they're going to be like Arizona garbage. I, 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 think... I, give it, I give it, what, three, four weeks before D-Hop's asking for a trade. That bad tone? I don't know about that. I think he'll stick it out just because it's better than the it is nah. better than the Cardinals. But it's with Tannehill, Derek Henry. I just don't know about his health. It's it's tough. Nah, to see. He, Tannehill's gonna but, miss him on some open routes. He's gonna overthrow him when he does look his way, and he'd be like, really? "Dude, I need, I need a quarterback." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You think he's gonna yeah. just be so burnt? He's just gonna like, be. He's done. got one of the. He's got one of the best like catch radiuses like ever in football, and and Tannehill's still gonna miss him. Yeah, no, that's not <laughs> okay. So 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 let's do this, Tom. With the, with with the. He's gonna pull it. He's gonna pull it. Antonio Brown. He's be taking off his. So, so let, let's do this with the Titans, Tom. I H Week One. They got the Saints. Okay. Uh, who the, the, the Titans? No, no. Okay. L. Week two. The, week two. They got charges in town. L. Week three. L. They they got. I, I week... don't know. Fluent early on in L. the season, they might be okay. L. Okay. All right. <laughs> week week three. They got to go to Cleveland. L. Week yeah. four. They got the Bengals. L. Oh my God. Week five. They got they got to go to Indianapolis. L. Oh no, God. they can beat. They can beat. John, I'm taking Taylor and AR-15 over Tannehill. Week six, they got the Ravens in town. You heard too, by the way. Yes, go ahead. L. Week six, L. they got the Ravens in town. Uh, L. L. Week seven, they got Atlanta in town. Uh, win. They could beat Atlanta. They, <laughs> they could definitely they beat, Atlanta. beat Atlanta. Don't be crazy. Definitely no. beat Atlanta. Yeah. Week nine, week week nine, they got they got to go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pitts L. <laughs> That's an L. Week ten, they got to go to Tampa. That's a win. That's a win. That's a win. Week eleven, week eleven, they got to go to Jacksonville. Pause. W. Week eleven, they got to go to Jacksonville. Win. L. Nah, I, I, I don't Jacksonville. Know. You no, think they beat Jacksonville? Yeah, I'm not sold. I don't like them. No, that was a fraud. Okay, we'll give them Jacksonville. Week 
Week 12, they got Carolina in town. That's a W. Week but if, 13. Hold on, wait. They, hold on, wait, let me wait, see this. But if they beat if they beat Jacksonville the week before, then that's mm-hmm. a letdown game and they lose to Carolina. It's a trap game. Ah, yeah, so we got a trap game, Tom. So it's a loss. Okay. So that's a loss. Okay. So Indianapolis again. They got Indianapolis in town in week 13. L. I'll give him an L. Week 14, they gotta go to the, they gotta go to Miami. L. L. Week fifteen, Houston's in town. That's a W. That's a W. Yeah, yeah. They week go. week sixteen, Seattle's in town. I that's think that'll be L. Yeah, Seattle's good. Yeah. Week seventeen, they got to go to Houston. That's a win again. I think they sweep Houston. That's the only team okay. they sweep. And then and in week eighteen, Jacksonville is in town. They're not winning them both. Yeah, they're not winning them both. So they, they win five games. So they five and twelve. There you go. Trash. Not- Trash. <laughs> Garbage. Trash. You know what? I don't know. If it wasn't for Jacksonville, if it wasn't for Jacksonville, who I think is going to be good, not world mm-hmm. beater, but good, you could flip a coin, which is the worst division in football, the NFC South or the AFC South. But because of Jacksonville, it's the NFC South. But the mm-hmm. AFC South is right there nipping at their heels. The NFC mm-hmm. South. They are one Trevor Lawrence injury away from yeah. being the worst division in football. Hold on, could we see? Could we see? Could it? Could we possibly see a seven and ten team make the playoffs out of the NFC South? In the NFC South, you might just think about it. Last year, the, the Tampa Bay won the division at eight and nine, and the other three teams were all seven and ten. Right? Yeah, they had to win that last one to to make the playoffs. Huh? Yeah. That was gross. Garbage. I was so mad. But, but I think there's enough bad teams in the NFC that you'll see a nine win team in the NFC South. I think. Okay. You will. So who you got? Who, who you got now? H. We had Tennessee. Who was after them? Um, okay, so I'll give you the next one. Then I gotta hop off for like two seconds. But the next one is yep. Green Bay, which we did talk about last week, right? right? So right. following that is Denver. So I'll let you guys kind of start with Denver and, and give me Denver? your thoughts on that. Yep. Okay, so so Tone, I, I definitely want to talk about Denver because this se- this season was the was the bounce back year for for Russell Wilson, right? He's in Daniel Hackett is gone. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett is gone. He's in a different offense now. So this is the year, Tone, that he bounces back. This is the year that he shows everybody that, yo, I still got the goods. I'm still legit. Their Who? defense is Russell Wilson. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is this is, this is is the year we bounce back. This is the year that I'm better because I'm in a different offense. You got different schemes. Who's he throwing the football to is the million-dollar question in Denver. Sutton and 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 uh-huh. uh, Judy, right? So I'm gonna run down. I'm, I'm gonna run down something for you, Tone. Week one, they got Las Vegas in town. Do you do you still like the Broncos? Like I know you were like you know you're a 49ers fan, but you had like a, uh, a you like the Broncos. Are you still? I, I, I did, okay. and I still am currently passively involved with them. How about okay. that? Okay. Okay. That's I fair. am. I, I'm still passively involved with the Denver Broncos. Okay. So, so week one, Tony got the Raiders in town. Oh, we're doing this again. Yes, week one, Denver got the Raiders in town. I think we we uh, got to stay consistent. We said that's yeah. a that's a win for the. Did we give that to the Raiders? So that's an L. I can see. Yeah, I'll stay consistent. Mm-hmm. So then they got the Commanders in week two at home. I think um, I think that's an L. Okay. They got to go to Miami in week three. L. 
Then they gotta go to then they gotta go to Chicago in week four. L. Then they got the Jets in town in week five. L. Then they got then they gotta go to Kansas City in week six. Oh, they got a horrible schedule. L. <laughs> then they got Green Bay in town in week seven. Win. Then they got a, then they got Kansas City in town in week eight. L. Then they got to go to Buffalo. L. Then they got Minnesota in town in week in week eleven. Win. Then they got Cincinnati in town in week twelve. L. Man, they can't string anything together. Oh my god! Then they got Houston in town in week thirteen. Win. Then they got the Chargers in town. They got to go. They got to go to Los Angeles in week fourteen against the Chargers. L. My God. Then they got Detroit in week 15 in Detroit, by the way. In Detroit? L. In Detroit. And they got the Patriots in town in week 16. L. (laughs) Week 17, they got the Chargers in town. L. And then they got the then they got the Raiders the last game of the season. Win. Four games. They that is garbage, don't. They are gonna be trash. I'm telling you. This is Denver. Four wins. That is garbage. Oh, oh my God. Russell Wilson. Are... Russell Wilson yeah. had a phenomenal run. Like yeah. I mean, amazing in Seattle. He's done. Is he washed up? You think he's washed? I I think he had he had to out of necessity live his life running for his life in right. in in Seattle, and he did a great job of it. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. a great job of it. Uh, like, they threw, I, I said this the, yesterday, actually, I think on Gridiron, they threw a bunch of power forwards uh, in as an offensive line, and he, and, and he took so much abuse, and his legs have so much wear. Even when he wasn't getting hit, he had to run around so much. But he had the luxury of, when he won, having the Legion of Boom, right? Mm-hmm. Then later on, he had, like, the last couple of years, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Like, people forget, like, people sleep on how good of uh, wide receivers these guys are. So now he's in a situation where bad coaching last year. Terrible. Not not nowhere near look, I'm not knocking Sutton and Judy and, and the, but they're nowhere near like they're not on the level of Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. So now you you bring down his level of skilled positions. Um and 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 he's older, his legs have more wear. Like he's just it's not that he's washed so much that his time you know, because I, I don't want to be Nate. I just think he—he's not the same player he used to be. To use to, to take a line from you, right? Like it's not—I don't want to say he's washed. He's just not the player he used to be. So he can't do the things he used to do on a team that's less skilled. Like they don't have like this great running game. They don't have like this like super good defense. So it's still on him to do what he's got to do. And I just—I don't think he can do it anymore. And I don't, um, you know what? And I think there might be a listen. He's a weird dude, right? Like he's a he's an odd dude. That's always been kind of the thing. I think he's and this is not bad. This is a good. I think he's he's really happy. Like he's got Sierra at home. They got they got a kid, another kid on the way. Like I just yeah. think his focus maybe he's married. Yeah, yeah, he's got the money. Yeah. So his focus is where it should be on his family, and and that and that takes away some of that. It so if you just if you add all the right, it's not one thing, but if you take away that the skill positions on his team aren't as good, he's older and kind of more worn, right? He's not the player that he used to be. The desire and that edge that you need to be elite is even if it's a little bit worn, is dropped down. So you start adding all those things, and he had a tough year in Denver last year. So so all of those things combined, and he's got a really good what looks to be a really good home life. That's kind of like. 
hey, we're here. And so I get it. I get it that that's I think all of I think, those things together. I think to say that about Russ would be like saying that about any player. I don't think that's fair to qualify. Um, what for do you mean? him, I think he's content at home. I think Steph Curry is. I think LeBron James are all happy at home. But I think he still has that drive deep down to win. La what we saw last last season, didn't was, want to go home. What he, we saw Tom last Brady season was a the, the media <laughs> demonized him, and it was easy to. He made it easy for the media. Uh, Broncos country loves ride. Like let's be honest, he walked right <laughs> into. I was terrible. That was, was terrible. Richard Berman oh, was like, Listen, was like, oh. Let's ride. I think Sierra made him one two step out of being an elite quarterback. How about that? <laughs> Absolutely. But I'll, I'll just say this. I think we're going to see more from Denver. I think hopefully the team can back him up. It was just shambles last season from this from the start. They should have never had that coach. They should have never done so many of the things they did. It was a it was a train wreck. But I think to say that and to wipe everything that Russ has done. Uh, clean off the table. Like, don't underestimate him. Did I'll you? I get it. I know that it was preseason, but you, you saw the Broncos as a team yeah. play, right? Yeah, but preseason. Did you see the Niners? Yeah, the Niners are going to stink. Yeah, we look, we look pretty. You're insane. We look kind of corny. Dictates what the season's going to hold. I, I'm telling. Not, I, I'm, I'm telling you that I told you that Trey Lance was not a quarterback in the NFL, and, and, and I guess agree. he's right. He got beat up, he got beat out by Sam Darnold, who I told you he was going to. He gonna got go. rushed. How many times? We, I, how many Blaine, times we got to go over this? Y'all keep trying to sell me you and all these people Where that I talk to. Keep trying to tell me that well, if you're not a great quarterback after one year, yo. He got rushed. He was a project. He was in the Trace same place. He was in the same place with Mitchell Trubisky. He was coming into the league with like 12 games or some nonsense like that. Which means that he was a project, right? And that's how he should have been treated. He was not ready to just be thrown into the lineup. No, he was not. He didn't understand the offense. He didn't understand defenses. He didn't understand this stuff. That's why if Jimmy G would have stayed in the beginning and you had Jimmy G on the field, he would have been able to learn. Where's, instead Trubisky, of, where's Trubisky now? I think he was backing up um, Pickett in Pittsburgh. If he's not backing up, Pick, if he's not backing up Pritchett in, in Pittsburgh, I think he, I think he's in Buffalo. Last, last I remember, he was either in Pittsburgh backing up uh, Pickett, uh, that, and, that, or he's he, in, uh, he, he was in Buffalo Pittsburgh. backing up Josh next Allen. year. Next year at this time, that's what I'm going to ask you about uh, about Trey Lance. And you're going to be saying we, the same thing. I don't know. Like, he's you're the only one claiming. You're the only one claiming that we think he is ready to go, that anyone thinks he's ready. You're the one trying to push this narrative. We don't agree. We want Brock no. and we want Brock. Whoa, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. I never said whoa, I never said that he's not ready to go. I'm saying that he's not an NFL quarterback. And we agree wholeheartedly. Oh, we, oh, we agree. Oh, we agree. And yeah, we you you know Jay. Oh, they rushed him. They screwed him up, man. Yeah. We yeah, screwed him yeah. up. All right. Well, just remember what I told you. Just remember what <laughs> I told Sam. you. Screwed him up. Just remember what I told you no. that Sam Darnold will start the most games out of the three of them. No. This year for that bet. That is not <laughs> happening. We made that no. bet. Better Sam Darnold is a turnover machine. He's been a turnover machine in college. He was a turnover machine when he came to the Jets. And he's continuously, he was a turnover machine in Carolina. He is a turnover machine. So, yeah. no. Mm -mm. Unless we, un unless uh, unless we're just handing off, unless we're just handing off the ball or and, and throwing screen passes, Sam Donald will not see the field with the 49ers. All right. Facts. All right. Number twenty on our list is the new, not are the New England Patriots. Thoughts on them? I don't think they're gonna be that bad. I really don't. I think Mac Jones is better this year. In the process of Mac Jones being better, I like the fact that they signed Zeke. I think Zeke is. 
not a workhorse back, but I do think Zeke is the kind of back that can, like a third down back that could get them yards and move them up the field. They're not giving him the ball 25, 30 times a game. No, they're not going to do that. But they are going to get him in situations like a goal line back, a third down back, a red zone back, where he's going to give them productive minutes. And he, I think he's going to give them productive carries. That defense is what worries me. That defense is what worries me with them because I think that Belichick, I mean, he spent a lot of money years ago and that didn't work. I think we're in a, I think we're in a similar position now with the with the New England Patriots. Plus the AFC East is a nightmare. You could win nine or ten games and not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think that's how good that division is. So I'm looking at the I'm, I'm looking at the New England Patriots, and this is a year where if they don't make the playoffs, I think Bill Belichick retires because I think he's looking at the situation like I'm out. Yeah. I think I think they'll have I agree with you. I think they'll have a good run, a better run, but they're not getting out of there. Yeah. It's it's just not happening. They're not good enough. Um, but yeah. All right. Any thoughts on them? Before no. I move on. All right, yeah, same. How about Steelers? Thoughts on them? Mm. Well, I'll tell you what, Tom. This the first is this the first season Tomlin has a losing season as a head coach? Because I don't think so. I uh I don't. I was really, really convinced last year was going to be the first, and and they pulled it off with a week last the last week of the season, week eighteen. They won to go to nine and eight instead of where they should have been eight and nine. So I'm not going to bet against them. I I think they mm-hmm. I, I think they still they finish nine. He can't finish five hundred anymore. Uh, so no. I, think, I think they finish nine and eight. I think they finish nine and eight, and it's going to be on the back of a lot of wins from those teams that we talked about, right? The Colts, the Titans, yeah. the Texans. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders, the Broncos, like they're going to get like, I don't know if they play all five of those, but there's five wins if they do. So, yeah. And the AFC North is, and the AFC North is a lot tougher with Cincinnati, like with Cleveland. And, and, and honestly, look, we, we know that uh, Joe Burr is, is a little banged up. They say he's going to be good for the season, but he's a little banged up. He'll be ready to go. You don't know what we're going to get from Deshaun Watson, right? At least he has a full season under his belt in Cleveland, learning, you know, the players, the terminologies, uh, the playbook, et cetera. Um, but we still don't know what we're it's still Cleveland, so anything can happen because it's Cleveland. Um, and so, so their division, like with the except, well, and then oh, and then Baltimore again, we, a lot of question marks on Lamar Jackson's health, as always. So, you, you just you don't know, they always find ways to win that kind of eight nine game. So, uh, Tone, how do you feel? How do you feel about Denver and, and, and Russell Wilson and that offense? I feel the complete opposite about Cleveland. I think this season, Deshaun Watson remind us why he's the top five quarterback in the game. I hope so. I think last season was the bridge year, and that was the year where he was just getting back acclimated to what was going on in the NFL. I think this year is the year he reminds us why he was a top five quarterback in the game. Yeah. I, I told everybody at the beginning of last year, I said, listen, it's going to have a tough year because he's going into a new system. He doesn't know the wide receivers. He doesn't know mm-hmm. the coaching. He doesn't know their schemes. He doesn't know their, their you know, their term. Like you've, we've read, you know, quarterback plays. They're like 75 words long. Like right. you have to be, you have to know what everyone is doing. It's impossible right. to do that with a, you know, not even, and he didn't have a full off season. People forget he that like too. four games, didn't he? It wasn't so, he out for like 12 yeah, there games. Was a, there was, there was the suspension and stuff. Right. So mm-hmm. this is his first time now. So as long as he's in shape, his mind's right. Those types of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think we're definitely going to have um, a better Deshaun Watson. And I hope, and I hope we so. said this, right. I say this all the time, as much as I talk highly, you talk poorly about, Players, I always want to see the best players playing their best. That's what makes it fun to watch is when they're right. all 
the best. I don't want to mm-hmm. see them hurt. I don't want to see them playing poorly. No, that doesn't make it. That's not fun. Yeah, I I, I like Cleveland, and you know mm-hmm. everybody deserves their their second chance. So. Y'all, 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 y'all want to watch Nathan Peterman throw four interceptions in one quarter? Like no, get, they, get Nathan Peterson off the field. Get him off the field. Tom. Peterman, Peterman, don't do that. Yeah, get Peterman off the field. You want to talk <laughs> about Trey Lance not being an NFL quarterback? That dude is not an NFL quarterback. No, no way. Ask what is again. he doing in the NFL uniform? Get him off. Okay. Uh 18. This could be go either way. Um personally I like him, but the New York Giants. Say it tone. Say it tone. Say it tone. Let me tell you why I'm saying this H because last year my man over here Ah, I do okay, remember. My I man do. over here when I was telling him that the Giants are going to be a playoff team yep. Saquon Barkley's going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. There's a reason Danny why they Dimes. call him Danny Dimes. Tom is like, Jay, they're going to be garbage. They yeah. did not make the you playoffs. You tried to sell us that at the, in they the beginning. They did not make the playoffs because of Danny No Dimes. They made the playoffs because of Saquon Barkley carried them on those massive. Oh, man. And you know what? I don't think he can do it again because they didn't pay him. They paid him one year. Really? You put Saquon on a prove-it deal? A one-year deal for $11 million where where a rookie? Where a rookie? Robinson is getting paid more than him? Nah. Nah. Okay. Well, so two things, Tone. Number one, a rookie Robinson, what kind of history does he have? Nothing. Nothing. Zero. He has no history. Meanwhile, Saquon Barkley, who had a season-ending ankle injury, running back to the huddle the year before that, tore up his knee. So we don't know what's going on with Saquon. We can't extend him three, four years not knowing if he's going to hold up and be on the playoffs. He Do just put your team to the playoffs. Do it again. Mm-hmm. And then we, 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 we this is this is, wow. Tone, you are you are the pro you are the pro football aficionado. With that being said, this, on, the, they, they extended Danny Danny no dimes and he didn't do any. He just ran behind. He just said, Hey, thanks, Saquon, for caring. Give me paid. Not have, not, one, he does not have a history of injury. That's number one. Number two, with the giant brass saying, and I said this to you already, quote, the giant brass saying, quote. We have done everything that we possibly can to screw this kid up. Everything they gave away his offensive, they they they, they gave away his offensive line. His wide receivers were in and out of the lineup. With his wide receivers being in and out of the lineup, Saquon Barkley, my primary ball carrier, can't stay on the field. Well, lo and behold, my primary ball handler, can, my primary ball carrier, can stay on the field, and I got wide receivers now who aren't terrible. With that being said, I, I, get Giants. I get enough of the Giants propaganda the Giants on Wednesday. On, on Gridiron Wednesdays at 9 p.m. right here on Players' Uh with Trey and Trent, who are brothers, by the way, whose dad is the special teams coach of the Giants. Uh, enough. Mm-hmm. Enough. Next. Next team. Next. <laughs> all right. This enough. next team. Now, mind you, all the teams we just You know I'm still went- mad at the Giants, right? Wow. You know why I'm mad at the Giants, right? No, Something to do with the Bears, probably. Indirectly. Okay. Indirectly. So the Giants beat the undefeated Patriots and stopped the Patriots from being like the first team since the 72 Dolphins to go undefeated. Correct. 72 Dolphins, who were undefeated, to this day, the ones that are still alive, get together when the last team loses a game and... Pop champagne. We're the last undefeated team, and they drinks and they drink some champagne, even though they only had like fourteen games back then. Um, and the Patriots won more games, but anyways, they lost in the Super Bowl. That's all that matters. Um, 
So the Dolphins still pop the show. That just, I, I just, that just really still drives me nuts that they still like they're hundred years old and they're still getting together and popping champagne when the last team loses. Fast forward that seventy-two team to nineteen eighty-five. Uh, we're all standing on the sideline, and and I'll be honest, I think they intimidated the Chicago Bears somehow because the Bears in nineteen eighty-five went fifteen and one. When they won the Super Bowl, one loss was to the damn Miami Dolphins. You hear the sour grapes over here, H? Oh, yeah, a little bit of saltiness. So it all comes back. It's all the Giants' fault. See this? With the sour grapes. I can just taste it right now with this guy when he's talking about Chicago. It happens. It happens. When that bias is ingrained, it's hard to get rid of. Okay, 17. The Atlanta Falcons at 17. I'm out. I I, I actually think they're good. when you said when you said Arizona age, I thought Arizona. I, I thought Atlanta. I, I think they're gonna be garbage. I, I, think, I think Atlanta's gonna That's be garbage. Way too high. I think they're going to be trash. I think Over that when you Rams. talk about Arizona Rams, that's where yeah. I think Atlanta is in the top and the bottom five. Are they that's starting? I, the, they are. I know. I don't know if it's confirmed. Are they starting the Riddler? Is is Riddler going to be oh, the starter? Is he come? He's back, right? No, no, yeah, he's of course he's a he's, well, he's he? drafted him. No, you're well, you're thinking you're thinking of um. The oh, other oh, 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 oh! I thought you meant yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I thought you meant Calvin Ridley. No, Calvin, no, Calvin Ridley's in Jacksonville now. Um, no, no, the quarterback, the quarterback, because it's not going to be um. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Someone in the chat, help Mariota. Me. Mariota, thank you very much. Oh, he's gone. No, I think he's I think he's backing up Ritter. Like they're just a mess. But they have yeah. Drake London. They've got uh, or London Drake. I always flip his name London. around. Um and um, there's that tight end. Like they're they're not horrible. <laughs> they're all right. You know it's bad. I'm trying to I'm trying to make up for them, but I know they're not. So we're gonna drop them. We're dropping those. Yes, the... absolutely. They're gonna yeah. stink. I don't think okay. they win five games this year. To be honest with you, I don't. Although do check, out, check out Marcus Mariota in in that show Quarterbacks. It's actually really good. Him and him and oh. uh, Kirk Cousins and uh, on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah, and um, good show. Patrick Mahomes. Why am I okay, drawing well, a blank you... on my, my tight end's name? I forgot his name. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his name. On the on the tight end in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Why oh, yeah am I don't you have a man crush on the guy? I'm oh, I'm, I'm, I'm. Why am I drawing a blank that? on his name? Is that it's guy? Just, it's just that, you don't know it's just that quickly. I don't know why guy, I'm drawing a blank Matt, on his name. Yeah, come through. Come on, man. Chat. Who's I know the tight end in Atlanta. I think I know who you're talking about. I think it's his, it's going into his third year. He was drafted yeah, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, why am I drawing him. a blank on his name? Yeah. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? With Florida. With the University of Florida. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. Why am I drawing a blank on Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. That's him. Thanks. Kyle a. Pitts. A. Simmons in the clutch. A. Simmons in the clutch. Kyle Pitts. I don't know why I was drawing a blank on his name. Um, we're we're still that. getting into NFL mode. All right. Last mm-hmm. one for the night, and then we'll finish out our Super Chats. Um, at 16... Put on some great shows last season, some really special shows, but mm-hmm. fell short as per usual. The Minnesota Vikings <laughs> is sixteen. I, think the, I don't have a problem with sixteen, Tone. You know why I don't have a problem with sixteen? The reason why I have a problem with sixteen is because Minnesota is the six chick. That's who they are. She's a six. You know, she's a, she she's a six, but she knows she's a six. But every once in a while, Tone, what she'll do is. She'll do like eight chick stuff. She'll yep. do nine chick stuff and try to sell you. You might be like, oh, she might be a seven or an eight. Start to buy in. No, she's a six. And she's telling you she's a six. So I'm cool with Minnesota being mid. I'm cool with them. 
I agree. I agree. Listen, Minnesota is mid. Their quarterback is mid. The the, the <laughs> Minnesota is mid. They're 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 FYI, just so you know, uh, they got a Thursday night eight fifteen loss. Monday eight fifteen loss. Hello. Sunday eight twenty loss. Monday eight fifteen loss. Hello. Sunday twenty loss. So that's Hello. one, two, three, four, five, eight. Hold on. Whoa, wait. One, two, three, four, five, eight p.m. games. So that's five losses right off the bat um, for for Kirk uh, Daylight Cousins. Just in, just in the division alone, Tone. Green Bay, Detroit, them. Green Bay, Detroit, them. And who am I leaving out of that division? Chicago. In Chicago. Where do, where, do, where, where do they end up in that division alone? They're third. Behind no, the Bears and they're above Green Bay. Behind the Bears, no. He thinks Detroit. He thinks Detroit and Chicago are better than Detroit and Chicago are going to be better than Minnesota. Chicago is not going to be better than Minnesota. Fluid. You're, you're. That's just a bold faced lie. Fluid, come on. What are you talking about? Chicago has the better quarterback, the better running back, the better wide receivers, the better defense. What are you talking about? Running running back is mid. We all know that. What was your guys's? Uh, what did you end with last season? So you, so you, so you, so you replace Montgomery. So you replace, so you replace Montgomery with Williams, who was basically the lateral move. We moved Herbert up to the starting. Ah, so now you got an unproven guy. Okay, he he beat up. Okay, so I'm with that. Yes. Yes, Detroit, Detroit, Minnesota will be the third. Listen, there's st- look, just watch, watch, watch the quick, quick math. Five primetime games. That's five losses. In addition to those five losses, there, I think there's uh, some of them are against their own division. So there's still two, right. more, two more where they're splitting with their division. That's seven losses. They've, they're, they're starting the season with seven losses. How good could they be? <laughs> I'm not saying that they have to win more. I'm saying that Chicago's just going to lose more. Have you what? Uh, all right, all right, all right. Well, we'll see. I mean, Jay, are you be the the? I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at their schedule right now. So they got Tennessee in prime time, right? I want I, I want to make sure. Uh, uh, Minnesota lost. So they, so they got they got Tennessee in prime I, I time. That's not they have Tennessee game. high school in prime time. They're losing. Okay. So they got Tennessee in prime time. So that's a L. They got the Eagles in prime time. That's, that's on a Thursday L. night. That's an L. Yeah. Let's see who else they got in prime time. They got the 49ers in prime time. We're gonna smoke them. No question about that. There you go. Uh let's see who else. They got the Denver Broncos at Denver on they got that's Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. Sunday night in that altitude. Yeah. L. Yeah. That's a that so so that's four losses right there. And then they got the Bears on prime time, Thanksgiving. The the, the Monday after Thanksgiving yeah. on Monday on Monday night football. Bears, just so you know, Bears don't lose on Thanksgiving. Yeah, Monday Night Football. It's the Monday after Thanksgiving, right? Okay. And then they got Green Bay on Sunday night again. Okay. So that's six losses, Tony. Just, so you got them losing all eight. You got them, you got them losing all eight prime time games. Here, here are their wins. Here are their wins. Oh. Tampa. Hold on. Just look at their schedule. Tampa okay. win. Then they got Philly, the Chargers, Carolina win, Chiefs, Bears, Niners, Packers in Green Bay, um, Atlanta win. New Orleans, Denver win, Chicago, the Raiders win, the Bengals, Detroit win. They're going to split with Detroit. Green Bay in prime time and Detroit. That's six six wins. If they get lucky, seven. If they get lucky, seven. Like that's they would have won two more of those games. Okay, that's eight. 
That's yeah. eight wins. I'll give you. Okay, fine. The eight. Eight wins is not enough. That's third place. That's third place in the division. So Chicago. So if that's true. So if that's true, Tony, then that means that Chicago. If that's true, then that means that Chicago is winning ten games. Chicago's winning nine to ten games. Yep, one hundred percent. I'm not saying I'm not saying they're gonna win ten more games than Minnesota. Like they're gonna win more games like than it. Minnesota. I do like That's it. Fair. I mean here's here's why it's so good for the Bears. Here's why it's so good for the Bears, okay? okay. In the first five weeks, the only plus five hundred team they're gonna face is Kansas City. And that's a loss. But they've got Green Bay, who they're going to, listen, they're going to come out and smoke Green Bay, right? No more Aaron Rodgers. Boogeyman's gone. They're going to come out. So they got, so in there, with the exception of Kansas City, they got Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Denver, Washington. They, mm -hmm. They're going to get on a roll early. So that's four out of the, they're going to be four and one after five weeks. Then, then it doesn't, like, it doesn't get harder. They got Minnesota, who I think they're going to beat. Then they got the, Raiders, who we agreed stink. So that's two more wins. They're now six and one. Then they lose to the Chargers. The, the, this one, this game is is iffy, right? At that point, they're six and two. They've got New Orleans. They're normally they normally play really, really well in New Orleans, right? That normally. So New Orleans, I still think they beat New Orleans. Like you're trusting Derek Carr, right? Who knows? So so even if you I'll call it a win. So that's seven and two. Carolina. They stink. That's eight and two. They lose in Detroit, eight and three. I said they're going to split with Minnesota. So they lose in Minnesota. That's eight and four. Then they got Detroit again. So that's the one at home where that they win. That's nine and four. Then they finish the season, guys. You didn't look at their schedule. They finished the season with Cleveland, Arizona, no. Arizona, Atlanta, Green Bay. Tell me they're oh, not. And well, I, I'd say this. they'll win two of those, lose two of those. They're going to lose to Cleveland and... That's that's 11 and 6. Okay. I think you're looking at the wrong them. schedule. Tom. And also the Commanders are going to uh, yeah. win. I'm talking about Chicago. I'm sorry. I'm talking about Chicago. Yeah, I'm talking okay. about Chicago. Yeah. I'm talking about Chicago. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I think... I mean, it's definitely an easy, easy-ass schedule, but I do think there are some teams that might, you know, find their own little groove, and it could be close. Right. It could be for close. Every, for every team... Look, there's there's going to be a team that surprises. Yeah. There's going to be a team that that disappoints. So for so if one of those wins is a loss, one of those losses might be a win. So yeah, I only said I said nine or ten. I said more than Minnesota's eight. We just went through it and picked out ten or eleven. Like when you have bad teams in Green Bay, Tampa Bay, that we've already discussed, Arizona, Atlanta, Carolina, and you get to play all of them in the same season. <laughs> you're gonna have a good record. You're gonna have a good record, and it might be hey, like Jay always likes to say, it might be fool's gold. It might. I'll take it. Yeah. At least you can have hope. <laughs> Especially after two and, and 15 or, or four yeah. and 12. 14. Yeah. Like yeah. If they yeah. played Arizona 17 times and went 17 and 0, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> take hey, it. this could be your season. And I'm here for it. I actually really like the Bears. I just think that uh, don't underestimate the Vikings. They might be just, just creep remember, up on you. San Francisco played the Bears last year, didn't they? Yeah, yes, we they lost did. to them. That's right. Anything and is possible. And we also made you guys go in the postseason. Oh yeah. With first right. round, first overall pick. That's what we wanted. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fluent, I, I don't want to fight with you anymore tonight. Okay, Angie Carr. <laughs> Fluent thoughts on Oscar Schmidt's Hall of Fame induction. Yes. Again, 
the yes. best, probably the best, if not one of the best players to never play in the NBA. I, I, you know what? No, I'll say it. He was probably the best player to never play in the NBA in the world. Um, and the only reason he didn't play in the NBA is that because he was a foreign player, they didn't draft him high. And he said, you're not going to draft me high. You don't believe in me. Then F you. I'm not playing for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have, he would have, he would have been a problem in the NBA. He would have been great. He, been he did it. He did it against them with subpar teammates, right? In international play, he was smoking fools. So yeah. Be the best international player not to play in the NBA. How about that's that? What, yeah. That's what I just said. Yeah. hundred. Yeah. I, I think he is a hundred percent. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that statement. Yes. Um, all right, Angie. If and if you Russ- don't know who he is, I know Angie does because she asked. But for the other people, go look up. Uh, go look up Oscar Schmidt. Go look. Like, guy. I mm-hmm. think he's got more points than any. Uh, now, granted, it's international, but I think he has the most points ever. Like, period. Like in yes, professional basketball. Like the dude was. Yeah. So it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, if Russell never wins a chip again and just becomes mediocre in Denver, how much does Super Bowl 42 stain his legacy? Even if he does win one, that still is a problem. It was still. They should have won that game. But they should have won that game. Fault? Was it his fault? It's, yeah, it was a bad play call. Is it his fault? Yes, yes, absolutely. If you throw a pick on the goal line as the quarterback to win the bowl game, yes, 100%. All right. I would have audibled into a run. And on top and, and on top of that. And on top of that. He wanted to be the, the hero. Other, the other yeah. mishaps that he's had in the playoffs. Even though they won the NFC championship against Green Bay. He threw three interceptions that game. Three of them. Malcolm Butler did bump the wide receiver there. Looked a little bit early. I don't know about that. Tone, you're on the three yard line. Get a ball to the running back. Punch this in, yo. One job. Punch it in. You got Marshawn Lance in your throat. Yeah, anyways. Give me a break. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, Angie again, Saquon was bussing on and off the field. I don't know what that means, but I, I, <laughs> oh, I know what it means. <laughs> okay. Angie, those are now just Angie isms. Yeah. 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 We need a book. Um, and last one from Angie chill. What position does Travis Kelsey play? Same position that Kyle Pitts plays. Yeah. <laughs> She's huh? just making sure you're good. Because, you know, I'm a Kyle Pitts guy and I just, his, I, his, his name escaped me. I was like, Kyle, why the hell am I forgetting this dude's name? What the hell? Yeah. yeah. So, same as yeah. this Nicole. I have a question for Angie. Who the hell is Travis Kelsey? Because I didn't know how you spelled Travis Kelsey's name of the Chiefs. How you spell it? No, not even close. There's, It's a C. Oh, it's K E L C. E Y. You don't, know, you don't know. It's you don't know isn't this it? is K E L C E L C E K E L C E. Don't you know this is? Uh, well, fluent. Very more fluent. Not always perfect. Fluent. Okay, mm-hmm. Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> do y'all think the NBA should have an Offensive Player of the Year award to give some to help give the MVP a true meaning? And if so, how many recent players are Offensive Player of the Years but not MVP? That's all we need is more awards to mucky up the all time. No, we don't. We do not. Um, no, the, we do not. We should have an offensive player of the year to help get well, listen, if you don't have if you don't have defined criteria for these awards, because then you're gonna argue, well, what's the offensive player of the year? Is it the one that scored the most points? Is it is it the one that was uh responsible for the most points scored? Is it the one That's that had MVP is? That's what the MVP is, the most valuable player to his team's success. That includes offense. Uh, it doesn't include, 
Does it include? No, it doesn't, it doesn't always include defense. No, Steve okay, Nash right. is evidence of that. Magic is evidence of that. I can keep going with plenty of different guys who are evidence that it does. Joker was evidence of that. Yeah, so, I don't think I don't think adding another word. I think adding criteria uh, would be great, but I don't think adding another word helps because in in football they have an offensive and defensive player of the year mm-hmm. and an MVP. And who's the MVP? Nine times out of ten, the best quarterback. And the offensive yeah. player of the year has been the quarterback. Who's also been the league MVP. So Peyton Manning has won offensive player of the year and MVP. So that's happened. Wait, who do you guys think will be the most underrated duo next season? NBA. Underrated duo? Underrated duo. So not Jalen and JT. A duo that we're not talking about that we should be talking about is what Mm -hmm. you're telling me, H. It could be new, old. Who is a duo that we're not talking about that we should be talking about? Hmm. I'll start. Um, mine is Gary Payton and Jonathan Kaminga. If you didn't watch their highlights from the crossover game, you should. Um, they played great, and I think that they're leading the Warriors' second unit is going to be pretty special. I think JK is going to come you out. Just pick the Warriors players, really? That's exactly what she just. That's exactly what she did, Tone. I was just thinking to myself, people. what a homer right My here. boys, absolutely. Um, uh, I can make another choice, but I'm just saying. Uh, but, so uh, it's going to be AD and uh, AD and uh, Austin Reeves. Like what? A- Mm. Aren't you the one that just went on for 30 minutes about Chicago fluent? Yes, so I can still have my own biases too. Fair enough. All right, I think one, I'm going to give you a regular pick and a homer pick. The homer pick, the homer pick is not going to be my favorite team, Lakers. It's going to be my home team. And I say like Siakam and and Barnes Mm -hmm. is is a duo that no one's talking about and I don't think anyone's talking about. And I think they're going to be a lot better this year than they were last year. Um, I think that's a good Good duo. Uh-huh. So is Yakum staying to get that money, right? I, I I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Like, yeah, I there's the, 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 the people don't value him as much as Toronto values him. And he's also public publicly come out and said, right, which a lot of star players don't do. I want to be in Toronto. I love Toronto. Yeah, so yeah. you can't have every one of them just leave. So so when you have a guy like DeMar, you sign him, right? Okay, you traded him for a good reason. You got a guy like Siakam doing it, keep him, right? So you can't just keep letting them walk away. So I, I would say they're going to keep him. And he's yeah. good. Like he's an all, like cusp, all NBA type of talent. You don't just let him go for nothing. Like I think the trade from Atlanta was like a bucket of extra crispy and a six pack uh, to use your line. Um, yeah. And then um, oh, I'll let you go because, and then I'll, I'll think of another one non, non home. Yeah, I will too. I will too. Yeah. Um, I'm really loving this this Cade Cunningham and Jaden Ivey duo, and mm. I think they're going to be a lot better this year. I think Monty Williams is going to going to put them in position. They're going to be better defensively. I think I think Jaden Ivey is going to be able to play off of Cade Cunningham if Cade Cunningham can stay healthy. I think he's going to be able to play off of him. Those two guys defensively, I think they're going to be better. I think they're going to be a duo that we're going to be talking about. Mm. That's solid. Mm-hmm. I think. I th- we're talking about one, but we're not talking about that. I think you're going to see some big things out of Ant and Gobert. I was going to say Ant and Gobert, but Cat's still there, Tom. I, th- I don't. Yeah, think he's going to keep wedging his way in there. That's that's him. That's him. H. I'm on, I'm on a date, yeah. and it's, it's that one dude that's sitting across from the table. Like, yeah. hey guys, don't you see him? On the I'm trying to hang. I'm, I'm, I have I'm, a feeling. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hang. Feeling, yeah, go do something else. I have a go feeling. Go do something else. I'm on a date right. Yeah. I have a feeling the, the Dame, <laughs> Dame Harden, and then and Cat is going to be in that whatever happens because one of 
one of those two, Harden or Dame, is going to get traded. Mm -hmm. To your point, it will probably be a three-way deal. Mm -hmm. I think Cat is the one that someone throws in as the, hey, let's get some picks and maybe another piece that goes with Ant and Gobert. Mm -hmm. uh, so that that I think that's how Cat gets in out of there. And um, we can get our and we can get our first round picks back that Utah basically fleeced us for. We can, uh, we can actually have some building blocks. Yeah, we can get our we can get our, our ones that that Utah just basically raked us over the coals for. Um. Okay. Let me read this last one from Angie. Mm -hmm. uh, da, da, da. For some reason, it won't let me scroll. But you want me to do it? Yeah, if you don't mind, Flint. Thank you. Um, okay, thoughts on Michael O'Hare's situation? Or, 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 or yeah, Michael O'Hare's situation. Yeah, what do you guys, do you care? I don't really have much to say about it. I think it's yeah. dumb, to be honest with you. I I don't really have much to say about it. I think it's a dumb situation. You and, buy it. I, mean, it, I don't. They made a movie about him, and... With them making a movie about him, did he not get paid? I, like I said, I, I don't know enough about the situation to to really comment on it. Oh, well, I do. I heard it's now dumb. So I, I I do know a lot about the situation, <clears throat> and um, here's the thing: someone is lying. Both of them are probably lying, and both of them are probably telling the truth. Mm -hmm. So so here's kind of some of the breakdown. So one, it was a book. It was a book first, right? And so they signed a deal to write a book. Mm -hmm. uh, they they said, "Hey, you know, we want to adopt you, but because you're 18 and you know, blah 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 blah, we're going to make this a conservatorship instead. It'll help you too because you can't be getting any money because you're going to play for in in you're going to play college football. There's NCAA mm -hmm. rule violations. If you're getting paid, that's not going to work. They say they didn't get paid. They say we all got fourteen thousand dollars for the book for the movie, whatever. That they didn't make a bunch of money off of it. They're already rich." Here's here's my issue is at the time when he signed and there was a book and then the movie, he saw the movie. And there's a lot of things in the movies that are that 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 are a lie. So for example, in the movie, and I know we're we're over time, but whatever. Um mm -hmm. in the movie, it says that you know they found this kind of runaway kid and they brought him in and they put him into the school and then they you know put him into the football program and oh my god, you're really good at football. And they got him to go to their alma mater. That's not true. He was going to that school from the 10th grade. Mm. And he was excelling at track and football. And he was sleeping. Now, it wasn't until the 11th grade that he started excelling at sports, but he started. And he was sleeping at different people's houses all the time. And then, and then the, the 2E, what I always say that, you know, I always say last name's wrong. They, they yeah, 2E family. They kind of said, hey, you know what? You're bouncing from house to house to house to house. You get along with our kids, you know, blah, blah, blah. Look, they're not, they're not dumb too. They're like, hey, let's take a little bit of advantage here. It's, I'm not saying they're innocent in this. And they pulled him in and said, just stay with us all the time versus bouncing from house to house to house. And they helped yeah. him and they, you know, bought clothes and that kind of stuff. Absolutely. But they're wealthy. Like they already had money. Okay. The, other, the other lie was that he wasn't good in school and he got up. No, he was actually a pretty good student. Um, mm -hmm. He wasn't this like, dumb kid off the streets yes he had a horrible situation don't get me wrong his mom had like a million kids and he got thrown out and there was no like all of that all of his stuff right about the situation he was in it was really sad but it wasn't just this one family he got helped by a lot so why didn't he come out at that time and say hey this movie's not true about me 
And then he gets drafted. And then he goes to college, right? He's he's really good. He gets drafted. And mm-hmm. they're like, well, he hasn't gotten paid any money. He's like, and the, the, the story now in his lawsuit is, well, I was getting paid by the NFL, so I didn't need it. But now do you need it? Is that why you're coming out now and you hired a lawyer? Because now your net worth is like $16 million, which is a lot. Um, yeah. But still, it's not a lot, a lot, considering you probably made, you know, a hundred million. I don't know how much he made right. in his in his career. He was a left tackle, which are the next to quarterbacks, right? Those are the ones who get paid the most. Right. Uh, so now you're, you know, I don't know, maybe you're running out of money. So now, hey, this conservatorship and whatever. So there's just yeah. so many moving pieces and so many inconsistencies on both sides, on both sides, yeah. to say like, why is it that he's coming out now? Um, and so the timing is bad, right? It should have been before, um, mm-hmm. you know, they look again, they, they did something shady, right? Like signing a kid to conservatorship and not creating a bank account for him and, yeah. and being, and being transparent with, Hey, here's how much money we're making and we're dividing it by five. Even if that, like, do you agree to that? Like there, there was a lot of backhanded underhanded stuff, a, a thousand percent. So I think they're all, he was naive too. He was a kid. Like, I'm hundred percent say they took advantage of him, but I also think that he understood more uh, back then than, than, uh, than he's letting on. And now there's maybe some financial stuff that he's like, Hey, they made who knows they made a hundred million. Cause that movie, I think netted like it was huge. It was huge. Yes, so it was. Like, Why are they making 30 million? And I got nothing. Hold on. I want some of that, which I believe he deserves a hundred percent. So there's just so much stuff that just, it wasn't true. He knew it wasn't true. He signed certain documents as an adult, which another life lesson, guys don't sign papers unless you understand what they're saying. Um, But yeah, I think, I I honestly think they all have uh, enough blame to go around, which is, which is sad because it was such a good story. Like, could you imagine if you found out, you know, remember the Titans was a sham, like the, the black players and the white players ended up hating each other and they killed each other. Right. They really didn't get along. And uh, that would would be so whack. It would would be so whack. It's it's so (laughs) coach Carter's team actually all died and went to jail and they never won any games. Like, man, like, I don't want to know. I want, I want to, yeah, don't let me know. Tale. So there's there's but a lot, and we're gonna find sad. out more on yeah. Tuesday. Just so you know, on Tuesday, uh, the Tua family, the Tua, Tua Jesus, I'm th- see, I'm ready for football. The Tua, fam- the Tui family is gonna come out and make a statement uh, on Tuesday, like a public uh, statement. So that that should give us their side, right? We we know his side. Right. Yeah. There's, there's already discrepancies in what he said because he said like I didn't know this. But then there's yeah. paperwork showing that, oh, you did know it was a conservatorship. And they should let him out of that because, you know, that that's yeah. nonsense after the age of 18 anyways. Right. Yeah, it sounds just like a pretty sad, chaotic situation. But I hope he gets his bag and, you know, works it out with them. Um, random guy speaks. Damn, that beard is already coming in. Fluent looked like took the kids for the weekend to let Mrs. Fluent relax and severely underestimated how hard it was going to be. <laughs> Is that true? Well, the, the, his baby, his baby girl already made it clear that she hated. So yeah, yeah she's the, done. She's the baby girl already made it clear. Like, make yeah. this hair grow faster. Yes. Yeah, it did grow faster. His wife, his wife said it too that she hates it. So yeah, let's go. All, all the women's the only the only woman in the house that likes it is the dog because she liked it with the clean. She liked to look in the face when it was smooth. Mm. But other than that. Wait, I'm going to pull this up really quick just because Angie wasn't – she wasn't messing with you. She wanted to ask genuinely what was the name of the position. But it oh, is yeah. tight end. Yeah, we don't know. So Angie, what are you pause. getting at? She wants a pause moment. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, hey, did, we miss, yo. did we miss any topics? Any any last minute? Um, nah, man. 
Did we miss? We did it. Did we miss? We missed this. Oh no, then we didn't miss that. We just talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we. I I don't even know anymore. This is why you. I can't keep track. I'm too old. You're not old, Flint. You're not old. Someone said I look 25. Yeah. See, there you go. Uh, Angie got him. Got him. All right. Um, all right, we're going to shut down. We're kind of over time, but we will be back yeah. next week. We'll run through the rest of our NFL rankings, which should be exciting. I mean, we're less than a, like three weeks away from football season, so Definitely we're definitely pumped. We're three weeks away from football season and three weeks away from my beard being fully back. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> all right, you guys. Have a good rest of your night. We'll see you next week. Jay? Take it light, but take it. Did you know that dinosaurs